Uh, is that? Um, did you know this? Uh, have you been watching the the Unabomber uh, documentary on Netflix? The Unabomber took a shit in a bathtub. Did you know this? Like, out of all the things, living in the middle of the, of the woods, progressively getting better at creating bombs and hurting people and mailing them off to people. And one day, in the middle of the woods, his neighbors were making too much noise. He went into their place, he wrecked their place, and he took a shit in the tub. Like, what the hell? Like, there was DNA. There's DNA evidence there. And he didn't catch him. He went on. He went on to bomb for like ten more years, but you know, I guess, I guess he's he's a, he's good at two things. He's he's good at dropping deuces and bombs. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm bombing like this joke. That's it. Thank you. Yay! 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 Jen Perez! Yay! <laughs> okay, so I think you have an opportunity at the beginning with that Cuban and Cuban. You said, uh, so my mom's Cuban and my dad's Cuban, which makes me Mexican. Hey, it's a good one. Right? Just because everybody, yeah. I think that that's a good, like, you know, because yeah. we're all stupid and might as well make fun of it. Uh, it's okay. just it's just an easy, it's an easy softball one. My mom is Cuban, my dad is Cuban, uh, which makes me Mexican. Uh, John, the whole John thing, I feel like it's, um, you can relate it back to the audience by somehow, it's what other people, when other people call people boss, you know, like, hey, John, hey, John, hey, boss, hey, boss, something like yeah. that where it's like, a put down, but not. I don't know. I, I no, 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 no. It's her joke. She kept saying John, John, John in the joke. Jonathan came in and he's like, what, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what, what? I was like, no, 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 no. Boss, hey, boss. Um, the ballet story is amazing. I feel like you can do a little more things like the ballet at 7 a.m. The ballet bar smelled like a bar. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more with the bar thing. Like when he'd say you're wasting your money, he'd say, take that $5 and go spend it at the bar. No, really, you should just be drinking heavily. Like, what yeah. are you doing in ballet class? You suck. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I remember my ballet teachers were very mean. But they I feel like there's a lot you could do with bar and bar and people smelling at the bar and that he's farting yeah. in front of you because all he can smell is the whiskey, like, as you're... And I'd throw in some ballet things, too, like, you know, plie or pas de beret or... You know, some oh, right, yeah. specific. Well, PA for sure. Just bend down and just fart, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And if you come, if you, like, um, there's all kinds of things where you go down to the front and, and touch your toes yeah. and then go back up and you combray back and you're just, like, all up in that fart. No, I, I got you. I just extend yeah. that a little bit. That was all very funny. A lot of sense memory for me because I used to do that same thing. Traumatic brain injury. I think there's an opportunity for you to talk about why you like guys with problems or like retarded yeah. guys. I, maybe you don't feel comfortable using the R word. I don't know who does anymore, but NFL yeah. players thing was very funny at the end. But I, yeah. before you do that, why am I not dating NFL players? Before you get to that, I'd, I'd hit up the whole like, you like guys with serious problems. Like not just like, I hate my mom, but I've been shot in the head. You know, <laughs> like yeah. they're, um, they're like yeah. it's like real industry, and then uh, that last thing with the um, he could really lay a bomb. I feel like shit is a bomb is a bomb. I feel like you can do a little bit more with he's laying pipe bombs or like laying pipe, like just think about different euphemisms for poop, yeah. and yeah. that might go with pipe bombs or bombs of some kind. Yeah, but good I just, stuff. It's not pieces, but I guess it's not. It's like a. I mean, 
And you can even tag it back to your ballet guy in that you could smell one of his. You'd know his shit. Like, you know, like, yeah. if, some, if he shit in your tub, you'd be like, I know exactly whose poo this is. Like, no question. This is my ballet teacher. He farted my face for years, or at least yeah. for a semester. Uh, right. Yeah. And you could even tag that back to when you're talking about dating guys. Maybe now you've got this fetish with farts. You're like, I really don't feel like I know a guy unless he farts in my face. Thank like, you. This is all great. Thank you. Yeah, he can't touch my ass and see farts in my face first. Do you remember, like, my ballet teacher used to touch my ass all the time. Like, oh, yeah. With, with their hand or with a, a ruler or a pencil mm-hmm. or something, like, hitting yeah. my ass cheeks going, like, come on. You, I know you've got dimples in that fat ass of yours. Uh, yeah. And then hitting it. So, oh but, yeah, I, anything having to do with ballet, like, I'm 100% in. And I don't know how many, like, Fucking audiences are going to be like, I totally relate with that. But, you know, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, awesome. So how are you, despite um, it with all this this crazy uh, stuff going on right now? Are you okay? Do you miss people? Uh, Yeah, I've been doing good. I kind of panicked the other day just because I hadn't gone. I haven't haven't gone off site since Friday. Whoa. Um. So today I took a dance class. My friend did a virtual class. Cool. And that was fun. Uh, I put some some clips of that on my Instagram and whatnot. Um, and that really helped. But yesterday was pretty bad. I was just like inside all day and kind of feeling a little. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and I, then I, uh, I, yeah. I've been trying to walk at least two miles a day. So I've been like, um, instead of. Because also I heard that taking the bus is a dangerous thing or whatever, and it's you can be a vector, blah, blah, blah. So I've just been walking to work, like, from the Tenderloin yeah. to the Mission. And I've done it, actually, and on, on Saturday, I walked all the way from my house in the TL to the Presidio, the Baker Beach. Whoa. Oh, wow. I know. I walked all the way to Nathan's house. And you were there to, like. No, we just nude beach. Well, we didn't. No one was naked at Baker Beach on that day. We were all just um, having fun, hanging out at the beach. There were a lot of people out there. It was like one of the busiest days I've ever seen at that beach, which is funny. But it was a lot of people in groups of like eight or smaller, like all being away from each other. And uh, yeah, we were a group of three, so it was no big deal. Well, we had uh, there were two other people we sort of communed with for a while, but then. Yeah, but definitely social distancing. There was this one guy. It was the best moment of the of the night, I think. It was beautiful sunset, and this guy was walking with this big, huge glass of wine. He looked kind of like a rich guy, <laughs> and he was smiling and smiling. And I was like, "Hey, happy apocalypse, bro!" And he's like, "This is a beautiful day. I love the apocalypse. Look at this beautiful night. Look at this gorgeous sunset. I've got an amazing glass of wine. Everything is perfect. Nice. Have a great day, everybody." And it was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, that's awesome. I I have I've been a little afraid to go outside, but I I have to go outside for work. I have to go to my office uh twice a week, so Wednesday and oh. Friday. So uh, why why yeah. it's considered necessary work or you just have to check yeah, in? Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm an assistant. I'm oh, okay. An executive assistant. So me and the office manager, the office manager has to go to work, and we're a property management company. Oh, okay. So all the the people who are techs who are out there trying to repair things in people's apartments and stuff like that they yeah. have to work as well sure 
So the office manager, the last time I saw her on Friday, she had just received a whole bunch of disposable gloves and two covers for all the, the people working in the field. And yeah. I'm basically going in there to collect mail for my team. And then I have to make a bank deposit because I, I assist the accounting team. And it, that's, that's why we're going in. We're just going into the office to collect mail. Everyone else in the company is working from home. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm only coming into Mutiny Radio like once a day to sort of make sure everything's okay and, and yeah. stuff here. And, but everything's Have you heard of anything done. weird going on? Anything like, weird like what? I mean, you're an assistant for an executive property management. Property, property management, management, yeah. Are they going to uh, forgive our loans? Are they going to forgive our rent for a month? Do you think? I was reading something about it. Yes, you will not. Uh, evictions are banned. I oh, great! Yes, yeah, for this time being, you will not. You will not be evicted. That I do know. I read that somewhere. Because we also have our Slack. That's how we communicate in the office and. Someone posted something about that. I think in California, no one will get evicted. But you obviously have to try and pay whatever you can pay, I guess, would be the advice for your rent. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm personally okay because of how I deal with my, econo- my personal economy. But I know that there are so many people right now that are freaking out because they're like, I mean, I know people that don't just live month to month. They kind of live week to week, and a lot of them are in the service yeah. industry. And, yeah. I mean, the first thing is, fuck your student loans. Like, don't even yeah, think about that, yeah. people. Don't even yeah. worry. Don't fucking trip. Like, that's yeah. the last thing you need to worry about. I mean, I guess rent would be first, but hopefully hopefully they'll give us a little bit of a leeway. I mean, especially. I, yeah, I would, I would think so. I think if they were smart enough. Um, they would do that because we all depend on each other. I mean, as far as I, I'm pretty lucky this year. Last year, I was in a in a bad situation, working a lot of temp jobs and didn't have steady pay. Yeah. So I'm really lucky this year that that that's the case. And what I've been doing, just because I know I'm that lucky, is anytime, I, any chance I get, I've done a couple of virtual mics, and there people are asking for donations. I give, as, you know, what I can. That's good. I took a dance class today for my friend. I paid. I paid. I send the money like it was any regular dance class. Um, yeah. That's what I've been trying to do. Because I, I know there's other people that, that aren't as fortunate. I, I mean, I was just, um, I was thinking about, like, I've been doing plies in my house and everything and kind of, and I was like, God, you know, I'd really love to take a dance class. And I thought in my head, like, in the past, it was, oh, I can't take a dance class because it's too expensive. And now I'm like, well, I can't take a glass dance class because nobody can. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> like, just access no, to a mirror. Some teachers, they're just doing them Facebook Live. They're like, hey, donate whatever you can. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did today. It was fun. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Learn a TikTok <laughs> dance. <laughs> uh-huh. I got to get on TikTok. I'm going to figure that out at some point this week. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I was making a joke, but no, you should get on TikTok. Why not? Like, I'm sure. You, well, you used to do all kinds of fun choreography. You get your. Yeah. Do you still have? Do you still have your Jets cheerleading outfit? I don't. We have to give that back. Shut up. Um, yeah. So you. you have Can to you send me a picture of yourself in your Jets cheerleading outfit? I mean, I know yeah, that sounds yeah. creepy and weird, but like, I love cheerleaders. And I'll, I'm, send you, I'll send you a picture. Of, thank sure, you. If you, you could messenger me a picture. I was asking about it the other day, so I found them all. Oh, that's so great. Oh, my God. Take pictures of them with your other cameras or whatever, and I want to see. 
Because I still no. have pictures of myself from high. I was so bummed because I was a cheerleader in the 90s, and our outfits were so ugly. And and they were not tight. They were, like, super baggy because it was, like, 92. Everything was baggy. It was, like, cinch your jeans. Wear your dad's jeans and cinch them. So dumb. <laughs> and now it's, like, little tiny things where you show off your cute little bod. And well, I just feel so pissed because all of my cheerleading uniforms that I can still fit in are fucking baggy and lame. <laughs> well, this well, this cheerleader, they, when when these outfits came out, they um they made fun of us because it looked like we had diaper butts. So yeah. Oh why. no. <laughs> you'll see why. <laughs> diaper butts, like the new thinks spanks or whatever the fuck it is. That weird. Yeah. Anyway, I I'm so uh, envious of your time being an NFL cheerleader. That's like one of the. I got, yeah, I got very lucky. I, that was not my intention. I was studying dance. I was supposed to be a serious dancer, supposed to be some modern dancer or ballet person. And I'd been auditioning and auditioning. I couldn't get anything. And um, this is right outside of college. I graduated college. I was auditioning for everything, musicals, everything. And that was one of the auditions I went to. And I didn't expect something of it. And I made it to the finals. I had I didn't even have makeup on. Wow. And the coach told me, you need to clam it up. You need to put on some makeup. Put on some lipstick, girl. Lipstick. And I didn't I didn't know anything. I didn't know because I was dancing modern dance and sure. ballet. You know, it's not very serious. The makeup, so. Modern dance, I always had a problem with because I can't – because I was trained as a ballerina for so many years, it was very difficult yeah. for me to let go of my center. And, and that's a whole thing in modern dance is like letting go of your center and being – there's there's an extra – I don't know, there's a different movement and it's, you know, less regimented and more freeing. And I love ballet and I love ballet when it's, when you're so good at it that there is a freeing moment when you're almost letting go, right. but still in it, it anyway. But it, that was, it was so hard for me yeah. to. I, I did not have an issue because I, I danced, I've been dancing and jumping around and uncles were DJs and I've been listening to music my whole life. Yeah. And then, you know, I danced Spanish music and stuff. So loosening my my body to do that, I had no problem with modern. Right. I probably had more of an issue with balance. That's, oh, okay. So I think yeah. that was my thing is that because I was constantly trying to maintain balance, it was hard for me to, like, go outside yeah. that and sort of breathe outside. I had, a, I had a modern dance teacher named Jean Isaacs once say to me, and it was so – I was 19 years old, and she looked at me, and she's like, there's so much fear in you. And I was mm -hmm. like – holy fuck, you just saw right through me. You're exactly <laughs> right. And I think about that all the time. Like, even in my life now, fucking 30 years, you know, later, there's so much <laughs> fear in me still. Yeah, yeah. I hate fear. I'm the same. I can be like that. I'm, I've gotten really good at hiding it, but I'm very fearful. Well, that's what I learned on Saturday when I was doing a heroic dose of mushrooms is that, <laughs> that fear and shame are effective motivators. Very, very effective motivators. Now, yeah. whether they're good or bad, it depends. But, I mean, right now, I think we're all being manipulated through fear. Not man manipulated is the wrong word. We're being motivated by fear, by and fear. it's effective. And shame yeah. is also an effective motivator in that we're being taught right now, you're out yeah. of the house without a mask? How dare you? How dare you be in a group of more than four people? What is happening to you? What are you – you're – so fear and shame are molding us right now. Yeah. And and 
we know from the past that that's a that's a great way to and so how do we not be motivated by that right now and because it's all around us so it i don't is. i don't know I the think answer you just have to remember to you have to remember to be a human being just be nice to each other <laughs> that's all you don't there's no need to stir more shit into the shit that we're in already it sounds like that you sound <laughs> like um uh, fucking, what do they call? Uh, be excellent to each other and oh, party on, dude. Bill and Ted. Like, Bill and Ted's know, like, excellent you watch, adventure. Uh, you watch Tom Papa. Tom Papa special. I like that one the most because that one's real lighthearted. You're doing fine. That's the name of the special. The name of the what? Tom Papa. I, who, John Papa. On Netflix, he has a special called "You're Doing Fine." Oh. Have you? Have you? Um. Have you exhausted your Netflix queue yet, or do you still feel like you got no, a lot? No, I'm one of those weird people. I like watching old TV. Mm. Uh, so, like, I, I watch new TV a lot and old movies. And cool. uh, I watch last night, uh, The Honeymooners is on at 10 o'clock every Sunday. Oh, rad. So I like watching that. And then I watch a couple of HBO shows. I was watching Avenue 5. That's over now, I think. The mix, the mix. The McMillions documentary or something? Or the documentary about uh, the scam they did with uh, McDonald's Monopoly. Oh, thing. I don't know about that. So you've got all the, you've got all kinds of weird stuff in your queue I've never yeah, heard of. That's, uh, yeah, that's HBO. And then I was watching The Tiger King. I fell asleep watching that. On oh, Sunday. yeah, the, the Tiger thing, The Tiger King. Tiger King. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. yeah. Oh, God, people yeah. are crazy. You know what I loved about that is they – were idiots or had the wherewithal to tape everything the whole time. It's like yeah. you're doing ridiculous crimes and you're doing it in the public it eye and having someone film you. Okay. Yeah, it was edited weirdly. A lot of the things were filmed. They were choosing to have the person well, film them and film their crimes. There was yeah. an arson. So a lot of it could have happened. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of crazy I say, if you're going to watch something old, have you ever seen the movie Harold and Maude? Harold and Maude. That sounds so familiar. Harold and Maude is a movie from the 70s. It's fucking great. It's really sad and kind and amazing and old and weird. Mm. Uh, Look that up if you like old movies. Yeah. Uh, The costume design is fantastic. It's like this older, it's like this young kid who's super rich and is like suicidal kind of, but not really. And this old woman who's like a gypsy and they fall in love (laughs) and she anyways it's weird it's great movie and other old movies have you seen fletch no oh my god you've never seen fletch Fletch oh for the love of god chevy chase it's like 1983 uh modern problems is another good one but fletch is better 1983 he's a journalist just just trust me watch fletch and you'll laugh so hard. It's so good. It's so good. It's so yeah. funny. And uh, Harold and Maude is very heartfelt. Wait, go ahead. What was that? Naked Gun I was watching. Yeah, Naked Gun is a little <laughs> bit after Fletch. Uh, it's more, I mean, that's like in the vein. Uh, bef- Naked Gun is funny, satire. but better than Naked Gun is even Airplane. So it's almost Airplane, like. Yeah. But those were Hilarious. total satire. No, well, Fletch, Fletch is just a movie about a journalist, and it's great, and it's, um. It's really, really great. And it's Chevy Chase. Uh, and a lot of other actors, you'll be like, oh, my God, I know a ton of these actors. 
Oh, it's, okay. And it's really, really, really good. It's great, great, great 80s movie. Seminal in comedy. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Leslie Nielsen, same thing. Instead of Leslie Nielsen in, in Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen in Airplane is... Oh, I mean, hilarious. Yeah. Airplane is the best. I love watching Airplane or Blazing Saddles. My oh, my God. Yeah. Love watching them. All that stuff is great. So, hey, everybody, if you're getting bored with your Netflix queue, remember that not ev- there, there was a world before 1987. There DVDs? really was. Do you have yeah. anything Before to watch, 1999, people? before The Matrix came out, there were movies. And they, they existed. You need a lot to of rent them. them. At 20,000 I yeah. never saw that all the way through because I was so bored. It is that, pretty yeah, boring. Yeah, <laughs> that was like the most boring Disney movie ever. And then they made then they made the cool submarine ride at Disneyland, and it used to go all the way underwater yes. until people almost drowned. And now it doesn't do that. I mean, yeah. the the window is in the water. So yeah, like so it looks like, but it used to actually go all the way underwater until they had an accident in the late seventies. Uh, Jen, do you have any more uh, gems to drop with us, or what's? Uh... No, that's it. I mean, as far as uh, whatever I've been watching, and no, I I I read books sometimes too. So. You read books? Are you a witch? Yeah. <laughs> Cheerio, read, she's a uh, witch. I read um, what is this stupid book called? Now I'm confused. Uh, the War of Art. The War of Art. Yeah, it's a book. That like uh, Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan recommend. <laughs> oh, it's um, it's just about creativity. It's it's just helping you get past um, you know, procrastination and knowing that that's always going to be a barrier. Kind of that's what I got most out of this book. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're if you're struggling with com- coming up with creative thoughts and things like that, it kind of explains that there's always going to be that kind of barrier that's stopping you from doing it. Have to kind of keep going after that to keep going. You know, I don't know. Well, I gotta. There's all kinds of uh, cool tricks that one can learn to create. Like, um, I mean, I hate to always go back to poetry, but there are like poetic writing exercises that one can do where you take something that exists and then you sort of translate it through a different lens. So you're using a different kind of creativity. Or um, I've done other things where don't have to come up with your own language. A lot of times it's difficult for people to come up with their own words. So you can use different systems to find words. For example, you can take a newspaper and just get a Sharpie and look at the page and just circle any words that are interesting to you. And then once you have a page full of circled words, then you try to build a map and bridge them together and make sensible thought out of the words that you culled from something larger. Does that make sense? Or um, another poetic experience, it's called Flarf, and you can go to your um, any internet search engine and you put in like your name. So like I put in Pam Needs, and it came up with a bottle of whiskey and an abortion. And like you know, like it's just the search feed. You 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 call the search feed, so it gives you. So instead of having the pressure to create your own language, you find something that you can get the language from, and then you just use it like a puzzle. And piece it together, and so oftentimes putting yourself in a box or giving yourself limitations can make you even more creative. Ah, ah. So that's, that's yeah. But lately, Thank I've been coming. Been that, helpful. It, well, yeah. I mean, and seriously, just use the newspaper because also you can 
you can look at a specific story, and especially if it's dry, and you just pick out all the words that you like. Uh, another way I used to do it, but right now it doesn't because we can't be around too many people socially, but I would take a notebook and I would just listen to what's around me and write down whatever I'm hearing. So snippets of other people's conversations, little yeah. bits of language, things that you see as you're like, if you're in a bus and you see some words and you write those down. Mm -hmm. And then after you've sort of collectively, unconsciously brought a bunch of language into yourself, then you use that and create something out of it. And then it feels, I don't know, sometimes it's really hard for someone to just sit down with a blank page and make up words. Yeah, I, a lot of, I, I can see that. That's definitely, I've been journaling since I was young. Yeah. I just lost, uh, you know, practice, but I used to do it a lot in high school, all the way up to college, and then I kind of stopped with, I write things down all the time, but I have definitely that last part you were talking about where you hear someone's conversation. I've definitely written things down like that. Or if I see something somewhere where just like interesting thing, I'll write it down all the time. And then later on, it'll, it'll give me an idea for something. But most of what I write is partly true. So they're just Right. Well, that's how happened. humor happens is that it ha like, yeah. it's hard to make jokes in a vacuum. You know, like it has to somehow relate to you as a person because how does it relate to someone else as a person if it doesn't relate to you as a person? Right. Thing. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is super helpful. Yay, and, um, Jen. You know, yay. I'm watch those two movies. I'll find, find them. Yeah, um, and <laughs> I'm going to be, I'll be back here um, Wednesday, noon to four. So I'll be letting people know on the internet and all that right. kind of stuff. So cool. thank you Hope so you much for calling in. Yay, great new jokes. Thanks, Jen. Bye. Yay. Bye. Yay, Jen Perez. Yay, joke workshop. That was great. I'm really happy. I'm really happy with that joke workshop. There you go. Back That's to the it. Bob Marley in the back. Well, those were all of our scheduled calls. Um I can I it looks like I have some messages. Let's see what the let's see what the Facebook say what this means. And Westworld came up with a second episode. That is fucking exciting as fuck. Oh, Bettina Davis let me know that Perry Borders moved to L.A. I was, like, wondering where she'd been all my life, and she left. And that was, oh, we have an audience out there? What? Oh, I see. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight on Joke Workshop. I've been with Pancake. and We've been here. Um, but that was that was a lot of fun to talk to Jane Kenny and uh, Elizabeth Stanton and I remember Res yes Aaron Lewis, Aaron Lewis and then also oh, Aaron Lewis. Jen yeah 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 my man uh, he's down there in and doing well and it seems like everyone's doing pretty well so that makes me really happy. And um, here we'll listen once more to some more Bob Marley, and then and then we'll be back. Maybe I don't know. I have to pee really, really, really badly, so I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a pee pee. Uh, but we'll we'll be.
How you doing? That's fun. I haven't been played on before. Oh, right. Well, Pam is going to be right here right now. All right. Hello. Who's on, who's caller on air? Hi there. This is Tyler Scott. How's it going, Mutiny Radio? Hey, Tyler Scott. You made it. You made it into the joke workshop. Woohoo. Woohoo. Woo Where are you calling from? I am calling from the hills of Oakland. Oh, so you're not far away. Uh, is this your first time calling into MutinyRadio.fm? This is my second time. This is second time. I should I should remember you from before. Sorry about that. So oh, do you no have problem. um do you have new material you want to run or do you want to talk? What are you What are you in for today? Uh, so yeah, I had no idea what was going on. So I, I'm 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 Patrick and Patrick told me to call in. Oh, and, there you uh, go. Yeah, Patty, pancakes, yeah. pancakes here. Hey, all right. Cool. Um, so, so we're doing a joke workshop. That's what's going well, on. we can do whatever. I mean, usually um, on Monday, we have usually there's people here, <laughs> and usually people do four minute sets and they get four minutes of commentary. Um, but there's always you know a bunch of people here and people bounce ideas off each other and that kind of stuff. But we're also just here, um, you know, on a Monday, hanging out, talking to people. You know, I don't know, doing. Spreading information, spreading fake misinformation, yeah. spreading I'm, I'm, real news, I'm fake news. I'm prepared for both. I remembered I was I was particularly excited about some premise that I was writing. Um, it's, it's hard to keep track. It's been so uh, for the last like 72 hours. I, I think I so I, I had some like bagels last night, but I've been running on coffee and lots of work and the excitement of making money and providing a crucial service. Crazy time. Oh yeah, um, you're you're yeah. you're one of the people allowed to still make money. That's nice. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm out there um, uh, delivering for Bento uh, Cannabis Dispensary. Oh. And, um, yeah, so I, I realize that I'm one of the few people who still gets to see new people every day. But do you and, just do you um, have a slingshot and you you throw the weed at them from outside the car? <laughs> You like no, the, fling so, it across their driveway? So, um, I was, I mean, I was a little flippant about what to do at first. Um, figured like just regular hand washing, but now that it's, it's come out that it's like, it's, it's, uh, predominantly transmitted like aerosol, like yeah. breath. Um, then, uh, I've been pretty good about, um, I, I wear gloves. I, um, Lysol, everything. I uh, and I have them stand so I don't get out of the car, and they stand on outside the passenger door. So like, there's uh. not like a direct 
Sure, outside the passenger door. I see, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if those old Tide Pod kids could actually make like a Lysod pod that people could eat. And then when they breathed on people, they wouldn't transmit the virus, right? Like, should we start a new like strange Tide Pod rumor? Like, this is the Lysol test. You stick one of those, one of those weird things in your mouth and breathe through it. One of the Lysol pads or something. Yeah, SOS they that's the only way to like do herd immunity is to get a certain amount of people willing to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the millennials just were instinctually, or it wasn't millennials who were eating Tide Pods. It was Gen Z, right? Uh, anyway, Gen they, Z, they those idiots eating Tide Pods, naturally trying yeah, to they, get they, a they, high they, off them. Maybe they couldn't help it. Maybe they like they're they're something deep in their genes sends something coming and reason it's not affecting young people is because they were around enough people eating detergent. Yeah, you know what? I love this new conspiracy theory that Gen Z will not be affected in the least by coronavirus because of all the Tide Pods they ate. Yeah, 100%. I believe it. I just had a terrifying thought. Like, like, what if they're all communicating, like, on the, like, their version of AOL Instant Messenger? (laughs) Like, like we just don't know about it because we're old now? Yeah. Like, so so they're, they're all on, like, the millennials. They're on and TikTok. They're on TikTok. I, well, I, I don't know about TikTok, so it's got to be it's got to be newer, newer. It's got to be more youthful than that. They were on the new like, Heaven's Gate app. Remember, remember Heaven's Gate with the upside <laughs> down know, purple I, triangle. I heard, I heard Heaven's Gate's making a comeback. Like, like if all the things that make a comeback now, I, I would think that one was pretty low on the list. But oh no, we're gonna all go into so, the hail of Taylor's comment. Oh, I'll go in the tale of Haley's comment. There's some hip-hop artist talking about. Gate. Is that what it is? Oh, some Heaven's like Gate was the cult cover? in San Diego in, I believe, 2005 or 2006 that all killed themselves in a house in Del Mar or La Jolla. I can't remember which, but mm-hmm. it was in San Diego because I lived there. And they there were like 58 of them or something, and they all wore black. And they put little hoods over their faces, and they had upside-down purple triangles. And I remember specifically, because for Halloween that year, one of, a bunch of my friends went as the Heaven Skaters. <laughs> like, nice. And they, they were always like, wearing like matching sneakers. Yes, were, matching like, sneakers, yes. Kind, right? Yeah, their sneaker game was on point. They were definitely, right. they were definitely sneaker uh, heads. I mean, their whole fit was like, like new and fresh. Yeah, it's too bad they didn't use like a special Hermes scarf, you know, like a good, like a nice silk <laughs> scarf over their faces, like a nice, you know. That 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 would be fu- yeah, that would that would be funny if there was like like yeah, if there was more access, more more specific. Yeah. But I, I feel like if they're if you're going to space, like I feel like he just like flipped through like whatever catalogs he had laying around and just picked the most futuristic things available at the time, except yeah. for maybe the shoes. The shoes are pretty basic, but. Like, the rest of it was pretty, you know, track city. I mean, like, if you're going to be spaceship, like, whatever. Well, it wasn't even – the probe. It wasn't even a spaceship, I don't think. I think it was that their their souls would live forever in the tail of the comet. Somehow their energy would be – Well, th- there was a spaceship up. behind the comet. Oh, there was a, there was a spaceship. Okay. So there's a spaceship behind the comet. But you're right. They, they did – they weren't physically there. They they, they – they transcended their physical bodies. Yes. When your soul right. departs, and will follow you into the dark. 
You know, that's my favorite song. Do you, <laughs> you like Death Cab for Cutie? I mean, yeah. that was <laughs> maybe that was written about the Heaven Skaters. Oh, that was in 2007. Topical. Yeah, I know. So long ago. I remember everything from the thousands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so old. Tell us what the 80s were like, Pam. Tell us what the 80s were like. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, Tyler, can you tell us a joke? The joke that I had written down? I, I'm try, I'm try, I was trying to look for it while, while I had you guys talking. Oh, okay. Well, um... Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's Gate. <laughs> um, knock, knock. Who's there? Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate's who? No, we didn't believe in God. We're, we're in the alien ship. Oh. Oh. No you, need for maybe doors. Can, I, 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 found, I found my note. Maybe you guys can. Sure, it might, it might already be hack. It uh, might already uh, be hack? You haven't even said it yet. How is that possible? <laughs> like, like, I, I don't listen to a lot of comedy and so i'm not sure if it's like something that like i scrolled past on a wednesday or if it's something that entered my brain but um uh so it, it's funny seeing like all these like like well-to-do like middle class like good childhood like millennials who are now like getting a little like some of them who are getting a little bunny in like adopting uh, dogs from shelters, and like the like better the upbringing, the like more terrible of a dog they get, and like them not realizing that like the same spectrum that exists for humans, like between like well to do middle class schmo and like can't keep it together, like schizophrenic on the like, like in the streets, like that same spectrum exists for for dogs, and so they've you know invited the equivalent of like street hardened hooligan into their house. Um, yeah. Go, go ahead, caller. Um, so you're just telling us the premise for your joke. Oh yeah, I'm not a joke. <laughs> That's just the premise. Inviting a street-hardened criminal into your house. Oh, I get it. So it's like you're a foster parent and you're taking in a junior hire that smokes dope and fucking shoots heroin, smokes smokes heroin off a foil, oxys. Juggles knives. Juggles knives. Kelly are like, 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 oh, like, 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 you know, I've, I've, I've seen on the internet the hashtags are saying that we need to adopt a dog, not buy one from a breeder. And then they go down into this like world that they have no idea exists, and these spectrums that they have no idea exists. And then they like bring home a crackhead equivalent of a dog. Right. Yeah, that could be funny. Right. <laughs> sure. So like like I I think it's like 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 physical and like 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 I've got to like like be, I've got to become like the the like the anthropomorphized dog, like as a, as the crackhead, like. Good job, Brad. Awesome. All it does is howl at you like every time you like make food and make like intense I've seen some shit eye contact and then piss in the corner. It does it has those two smoking his foil. Yeah, you gotta have something like he's smoking 
He's smoking greenies off of foil in the corner. Like he doesn't smoke weed. He's got like his. Uh, th- yeah, there's got oh, there's yeah, got to be so, like there's got to be something, something there. Shiny. It's got to be. I I am I'm, I'm get I'm catching what you're throwing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a but, comic? Uh, what do you do? Why have I never met you? But yeah. So I um I have been uh doing open mics for so I I started a little over a year ago up in Sacramento, um going one to three times a week and there was a couple dry spots where I I missed a week or two and then um I went to uh, I went abroad for uh almost 4 months and it was in Spain I thought there was going to be a lot more I thought I was going to be at a different part of the island that spoke a lot more English but so there was there was there was no opportunity and then I came back to Oakland and I've been here um and doing uh Open mics, um, Oakland at uh, Penelope Ricks. Ah, yes. Um, Pancake's been showing me where to go, and been um, yeah, it was cool. I I I, I thought I was to a place that wouldn't remember me, and first time looking for microphones that run into a dude on his <laughs> Well, right on. So how many years have you been doing this? Uh, a little over a year. Oh, okay. So you're so super baby. New. You're a super uh, yeah. baby. Yeah. I, just I'm a little yeah. baby. Just I'm, a little baby I'm, comic. I, I, I'm, I, I'm an open micer who makes baby. notes. and. Oh, we all are. D- don't get it twisted. I'm still an open micer too. I mean, I've been doing it for nine <laughs> years, but I'm just an open micer. I mean, that's what we're all doing. Yeah, well, I'm glad that that, that this exists. um, Thanks. I mean, I definitely feel like a Catholic who hasn't been to confession. (sighs) Um, And, uh, yeah, people need to hear something. Yeah. Um, Is this terrestrial or is this like... No, it's... uh, Streams live on mutinyradio.fm. We also have a free app that's available from the iTunes store. You just look at Mutiny Radio, and then you can have access to everything. Everything's free. Everything's free speech. We don't have any ads on our website. We don't charge for anything because I'm a stupid weirdo socialist that's like, oh, free speech is important, and money's just little pieces of paper that flow through my hands. So, yeah. yeah. That's how um, that's how things work around here. You can always hey, if you guys are listening right now, you can always press that donate button on the side of mutinyradio.fm. We have a GoFundMe happening right now. We also have a Venmo. It's just plain old Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio, all lowercase. Yeah, you can give us money. Uh, we love that. Podcast ideas. I'm trying to get off the ground, and uh, I, I I hope that like all of the frustrated comics and artists there are like taking this opportunity to like develop more ways to reach their audience uh, build more websites and podcasts and I know it's it, it, personally it's like my own teeth trying to make something on the computer happen yeah what uh, happens when the electricity goes out oh I'm so stoked <laughs> I'm so stoked for like the, this isn't, this isn't even like a baby apocalypse. This is like, oh, this is, actually, this is like a baby apocalypse. We're like, oh, we have to stay in our homes. We're too divided from one another and I just can't handle it. But like if the, if the electricity went out oh. and all this shit was going down, then it would be 
looting in the streets. The, people will be losing their fucking minds. I got a lot of the PG and E. They would they would go pretty quick because they're. I, I think several of my neighbors are plugged in. And, plugged uh, in like they have renal failure or something, and if they don't have their dialysis, they're gonna die. So, something along those. I don't know. Okay. I, yeah, they they look like they. Well, then they should have already died when there was uh, the PG&E heat wave power outages. That's I was actually thinking about that. It's, we're really lucky that coronavirus here didn't happen during the summer. That was a test. Well, if it was during the summer in Chicago, there's a lot of people who don't have air conditioning, and if you had to stay in your house the whole time, there would just be old people dying just from like suffocation and heat oh, yeah, and just, not just from cooking. any kind of crazy virus or what have you. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nuts. It's 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 steadily ramping up, and uh, yeah. You want to you want to take to the streets, Tyler? No, apparently you're supposed to do the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> apparently you're supposed to cower in fear under the covers and never come out again. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, like, I I, I think like reasonable air locking. So now we know it takes um, like four days. So like I mean, so so if 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 a group of people lock themselves in a room for four days and they they're not showing any symptoms, then they're good to do whatever. Are we uh, there? I thought it was I thought it was incubation. I thought it had an incubation time of fourteen days. Um. So I'm certainly not an expert, and everything I say should be checked. But um. Fact check. Uh, the 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 expert I listened to on the Joe Rogan podcast um, like two hours ago uh, was saying something along the lines of uh, uh, so you're 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 can you're contagious before you're showing symptoms um, and you uh, but people are showing symptoms uh, after four days of contact with being in contact. So if you're not showing symptoms after four days, after a period of not being in contact with somebody, then you should be good. Four days? Yeah. I thought it was fourteen. That's what I thought. I know. No, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was fourteen. So, but uh, that, that seems like an important number. God, that yep. is very important. Yeah. Let me look yep. right pa- now. Pancake's gonna gonna do a little spelunking on the internet. I uh, honestly, I feel like. As long as they've they've kept us pretty quiet and placated here with our internet, and if the internet goes down, that's when everyone's gonna fucking lose their mind, because a lot of people don't like. There's a lot of creative people I think that are using this time to create new work and to do things and all kinds of stuff, and they're thinking about this kind of in a different way. But if you don't necessarily have a creative outlet and you don't have your work anymore and you're not allowed to go to work. You're left to your own devices, and then suddenly Netflix is gone. I mean, or ironically, what are they going to do? To your own devices. Yeah, but people don't know how to knit or like. For me, I was like, oh, I sewed a new patch on a hat, and like, if worst came to worst and there was no fucking Netflix, no big deal. I would just sew a new. I don't know. I'm optimistic. I've seen some cool stuff. I've seen a lot of like, seen a lot of board game pajama parties, um, and. Like I saw something really. I'm 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 not. I definitely am not inclined to be optimistic. But like, but what I've seen, 
has been generally positive. I haven't experienced this level of like we're all in it together in a long time, which I mean, because this is generally unique because this is like this is global news that is like local. Like, yeah, like this is like it's 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 all over the world, but it's also like in every interaction. And that same conversations being had, all and same concerns being shared, all over the world, and that doesn't happen very often. No, absolutely. I don't know, I don't know if specifically that has ever happened on this scale. Well, none of this, nothing, nothing like this have, has ever happened. I mean, I'm 45. I've lived on the earth longer than most people, most comedians that still do this bullshit. And I've never. This has never happened. There's never been a. You can't leave your house. You can sort of leave your house. Watch out. Maybe you can leave your house. Oh, no, we might have martial law. We don't have martial law. We're taking away your civil... I mean, we've taken away civil liberties before. But now it's like, excuse me? We can't group in pe- more than 10 people and... Uh, well, that's not... It's not... It's not legal from what I've seen. I mean, so, so these, are, these are ordinances. Like, and I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, that's kind of what the government's there to do. In this case, I mean, this isn't. I mean, I don't see. I mean, I, I. Okay, can I break in here? Please. Like, like um, what, what, what government is being concerned with moment, and it's not like, you know, how to, you know, pull a coup on the people. It's, it's, it's how to, what to do with a, a, con- a global interconnected economy that's screeching to a halt in weeks. Uh. They're 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 more concerned with like how how do we survive how do we not turn this virus into an economic depression? Uh, it's a little late for that. <laughs> We're adding uh, another 1.5 trillion dollars to our debt. Oh God! So well, how how far our, can we push this thing? Is uh, it's it's like it's, it's a really complicated thing that I've I, I've worked really hard to try and wrap my head around, and it's not. It's not. It's tied up with. A, it's not like they they can just like say here, give us your money, or like 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 time time to pay up, like like it's 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 kind of it's one vague representation of how much like inner there is, how much how much trade, how much credit, how much. I don't know. Countries with that much debt with each other typically don't go to war, which is a good thing. <laughs> Tyler, uh, there needs to be a retraction real real quick because people can show symptoms between 2 and 14 days after exposure. So According to? Uh, uh, fucking everyone, dude. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Google wouldn't put it on their front page and it wouldn't be in like three or four articles under it just from today. I'm sure so. you can find three or four articles that it raises the dead. Jeez, dude. Like, and they say Reuters, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, and they say I'm, fucking um, Gizmodo. Buzzfeed. I would go. I would go with. I would go with something like Mayo Clinic or some something. .gov. Well, please don't add to the fake news. Um, just need hard facts. Only real news. Actually, I've been. I've been spreading so many conspiracy theories. I'm like, oh, everything's true. Nothing's true. Well, those are true. theories. Those are theories. Those are not fake facts. Not like uh, 12 people died in the Bay Area, you know, 
and no one's died in the Bay Area. But actually, 11 people on last count for me. In the Bay Area? In the Bay Area. Oh, my. Dead. 11. We're finally starting to climb up the ranks here. In jest. We're all in jest here. Well, I mean, yes, absolutely. I don't want people to die. That's terrible. But also, it seems like if people aren't, like, contracting it and dying, what the fuck are we all on lockdown for? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, I kind of want to be like, show show me that it's important. And, and maybe that makes me a dick. Like, I'm, I'm an American. Show me. Show me that why, why we should stay inside and not do stuff. And it's like, I'm just not seeing. I mean, maybe we're going to see it this week that there's this doubling of cases, this tripling of cases. That and 19, from 19 uh, on last count, to 321. What in 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 our Bay Area? Exposed and, and confirmed. Oh. Um, not not deaths, right. but um, no, just ex- just wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's gonna like so I, I think we're just surprised and taken off guard because we, we haven't we're not used to we don't know what government action looks like and this is what government action looks like 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 the, the experts have known apparently since December. Uh, yeah. Uh, or since if you listened to us earlier, since October, because Pancake was playing this um, podcast that was talking about um, the medical quarantine and that they had they had run situations, they had run fake uh, like war games basically on this last October mm-hmm. that they were doing. Well, like I what would happen if, if this if happened? If, if exercises and th- like that weren't routine. Wait, I didn't hear I that. I would hope they were. Right, and they were, and we just now we're like, oh, look at what they were doing back then, but they're still not. Oh, I don't know. I honestly, I don't at this point. I don't know what's real and what's not, and I feel like months, months before it, uh, we have a pandemic. They're talking about this. This is uh, reminiscent of the uh, dark winter experiment, where they conducted uh, another think tank, and they they had people. Talk about what if there was an anthrax uh, outbreak, and uh, and and then months after that, you know, the things that happened after nine eleven. Oh, well, that's kind anthrax. of like I get a weekly checkup, and like then the week I get a checkup, I get. The metaphor here is us as a body and us as the United States. And so we went to the doctor and went to the doctor and went to the doctor, and suddenly we went to the doctor this week and we're like, oh, shit, I got it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. That, like, I mean, that, that's, that, that, that's the quality of having, like, or, like, having any sort of, like, proactive element of medical development or, I mean, that's, that's, that's how the military works. I mean, you know, they, they don't, they don't, they don't sit at home and then when they, I, then they don't like do some push-ups and then go to war. They, right. Well, I'm not after proactive. Push-ups. I'm after proactive. And what I'm saying is I <laughs> need yeah. some more military. I need some more push-ups. I need some proactive <laughs> government right now to take away the virus. Yeah, no, I want my bros. Like, it's, it's funny. I've, I've heard, I've, I've, I've actually heard like a weird amount of people like, being into that, or like, uh, like I mean, I'm, I'm pro or against. 
but I, but it would be a trip being uh, out on the streets and me Humvees and tanks. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've been hearing maybe because there's less uh, vehicles on the roadway, but all I feel like I hear is sirens. Yeah, everywhere. I, so sirens. You know I was thinking the same thing. I don't think I'm hearing more sirens. I think I, I just I, I noticed the sirens for the first time. Sure. Like I, I'm not used to noticing sirens, but now like now I like if because of the absence of everything of else, you're hearing the. Right proclivity of sirens right and, and now that there's just like a little bit of heightened anxiety like normally like and and it's something that might be affected like normally like when you just like oh that's some old fuckers like times come or some drunk person who will be fine or some yeah now's the time to drunk drive no one gives a fuck just kidding i'm kidding don't anybody <laughs> drunk drive ever don't do it don't get a dui right now that's like the worst time but this still. is the worst time, right? You want to get a DUI in, like, the fall. Well, actually, now's not a bad time to get a DUI because you wouldn't go to jail because there's no more cases happening. Like, and they're if, not allowed to detain and you. Yeah, you can't. The so system's overwhelmed. Commit crime. Yeah, if, if, if there's any time to get a DUI, like, now's the time because they're not going to put you in jail. There's nowhere to put you. So, which I don't know even if that's true because I was reading about right. – um, they're making some choices with civil liberties and what's happening with people that are already in jail. Like this is the perfect time if you just posted bail. Like if you got a DUI and you went and you pled no contest and you posted whatever, now's the time because they're not gonna. The courts are closed. Have to deal do with shit. I was worried about my taxes. I was like, do we have to? Do we have to do taxes this year? Yeah, the the funding of. The taxes is pushed back, but you still have to file by uh, the, by the de- deadline. Gonna get a the filing, they, they did say, I mean, uh, they have the deadline, but they're going towards uh, July 15th. Sweet. July 15th. Well, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it in by, uh, by April, but still. I, uh, I, too, will do my taxes. Yep, it's time. There's like one week left in this month, and then I get re-upped on my food stamps. Thank God. Yeah, and and <laughs> all this um, free money that we're getting from the government is depending on how much. Yeah, so all the free money we're getting from the government is dependent upon your 2018 tax return. So and for those who didn't have that, a 2018 tax return, you're fucked. Who confirmed that? My dad. My dad confirmed that in Arizona. Uh, okay. My Republican father. It's not solid. But it's not necessarily solid, but he did send me a funny joke where it said, hey, the government's going to give you $700 a, link, a, a week if you click on this li- link. And I clicked on the I, link, and it was, a, it, was a, was it was a monkey. It was a monkey giving me the finger. My dad sent me a picture of a gorilla giving me the finger. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense because I only make $1,000 a month, so there's no way that the government's going to be giving me $700 a week when I only make $1,000 a month at the radio station. So... Tyler Scott, any last words? Drop the gems, baby, before we ended up. No pressure. Well, you know, stay hydrated, wash your hands, and, you know, if it's been four days, have lots of consensual sex. Oh, is that what it is? Pearls before swine. Pearls before swine. Yeah. No swine flu, just pearls before swine. This is different. This is not H1N1. This is something completely different. 
But I the swine did trample the pearls, and you dropped your pearls there, which is four <laughs> days consensual sex. Bring on the orgy, the the Oakland orgy. Is that what you're looking for? Is everybody yeah, you're gonna fourteen days? Yeah, none orgy. of this four days shit. Don't listen to Tyler. Fourteen days. Oh yeah. No symptoms. And if you feel consensual sex, if you feel symptoms and they're really bad. Go to the hospital or call an ambulance. Let's not be heroes and let's not be, let's not fall into this fear. Let's uh, not be heroes just for one day. Because people are going to the hospital for nothing. For nothing. And, and then they're getting sick. Like you said. Well, be safe. Uh, Tyler, thanks for calling in and being rad and Closing out joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Tyler. That was this was a great this was a great Monday. We had four comics work on jokes. We had Tyler come in and and give us misinformation and then turn <laughs> us around with information <laughs> and be all esoteric and shit. I hope to meet you in real life sometime. Uh, appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you calling in, buddy. Uh, I'll be posting this um, online. Although I I heard a terrible fake news rumor that. Facebook's going to make us start paying tomorrow. That was all fake. fake. That's fake. Got to be it's fake. Not. He's gone. He left us. Thanks, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Bye. Uh, it's what? It that You know, we should all listen to Bob Marley. Every little thing is going to be all right. We're going to be fine. Or we're not. Whatever. I'm fine. I, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. For now, there's a there's a great song by um, uh, a band called the Wyatt Act, and <laughs> Guinevere Q and Jay Sun and, uh, and and Breakfast Be Breakfast, and it's everything's fine and everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great, everything's fine and everything's fine and I hope that you have a nice day. And then they <laughs> sing this really great song. Uh, look up. They're on um, Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever. Uh, Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal. And uh, both with Sunk, S-U-N-Q, and with the Wyatt Act. Great, great bands, local bands here. Look them up and listen to them in your quarantine. Hey, have a good night, everybody. Thanks for calling in to Mutiny Radio. Thanks for um, being a part of the Joke Workshop. Give us money, mutinyradio.fm. Hit that GoFundMe button or... Venmo, just straight up Mutiny Radio, just those two words. Thanks, Pancake. Thanks, Thank Jonathan. You. Thanks for being here. Everyone wash your hands. Everybody wash your hands. I don't know if I'm going to be back tomorrow. I know that Bug House Square will be live. Well, they won't be live. I'll be here playing a version. He's doing it at home, um, and then he's going to send it to me, and then I'm going to play it live during his spot, so you'll get a new Bug House Square tomorrow, which is exciting. And then pop off with Bear T. He's definitely here from 8 to 10, which is very exciting. So... I don't know if I'll be here during the day. We'll see. But if not, listen in to the things at night. I'll be back for sure on Wednesday from noon to 4 with the AltaCast and some Call Me Tim for people to call in and then also to give you guys the news on what's happening. Hey, go tell someone a joke on the phone or something. I guess not in person because breathing on people is bad. Thank you for All listening. Right. Thanks for listening to Muni Radio. Bye. Bye. Essential oils? You hear about these essential oils?
Okay, the only essential oil I know is the one you can uh, dip in bread. <laughs> Olive oil. Thank you. <laughs> hey yo. Hey yo, Zinga. Hey. That's Aaron Atkins out of <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. Hey, we are back here at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 in the studio. It's a Tuesday. It's day three. I am joined by Pancake and Aaron Atkins. We're back in the stew. Yeah, back in the stew. Back in the stew. Is my name unique enough to identify me? Yes. Pancake? Yeah. Yes. He used to go by Patty Cakes. Oh, that's a little sweeter. A little, a little more queer. May I? Am I? Am I? Am I out of? Am I out of pocket right here? Uh, I. It was just nicknames that, or or bully names that I got through life. You're repurposing them. That's good. But I'm. I'm, uh, someone gave me a tag for my my stage name. It's Pancake the Syrup King. Ooh, Ooh. that's like a rapper name. Yeah. Yes, yeah. syrup. But yeah, I actually see. have Sir's... a rapper name. Ooh, what is it? And don't take it, anyone. It's uh, it's the Young Tyrant. Oh. Ooh. Mine is Hot Dirty P. Ooh. That's my rapper name. Hot, Hot Dirty, Dirty P. P. She's yeah. sterile. She's a clean rapper. Yeah. She's sterile. <laughs> I'm. I, this is probably. I'm the rapist. So. Ah Cereal. yes. Serial rapist. I come in and I rap. <laughs> that's is that that's probably not good for the political time. That's why I haven't blown up yet because. <laughs> uh, yeah, because people are too correct. That's what you know. It is. I can't even spell that correctly. <laughs> the rap. Do you, do you know why Californians can't have guns? Why? Because they're always triggered. Uh, ah. Uh, wait. Get the hawker thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote that one-liner. I was on a plane uh, to Little Rock, Arkansas, to open for Steve Poggi at the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas. He got me a weekend opening for him. Oh wow! uh, And it was really exciting because he—he's the first comic that like threw me a fucking bone. You know, Hmm. we got to stay in the comedy condo. It was so fun. Like, (laughs) it was—it was really neat. Uh, I mean. Was, that? was it like a nice condo? Was it, it was, Well, it wasn't a condo even. It was like a four-bedroom house. It was Fuck. so nice. It was so much space. And we just kind of hung out there and smoked cigarettes inside and weed <laughs> and, and uh, watched movies and ate pizza. And then went and then they'd come pick us up and take us to the shows. And Step we were doing fuck. two shows a night. How were the, the shows? They were great. They are really uh, big audiences in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I, I mean, they're like physically large. They mm. weren't like actually. Oh. <laughs> they were like 80, uh, 80 people that look. <laughs> Let's keep it every time. 80 people that looks like 100. Uh, that was, that's what it was. Damn. But, but on the way there, I was on the plane and I sat next to this smokestack. I've learned, I'm learning the new kid's lingo. Smokestack. He was, um, he was a Marine. He was coming from home for Thanksgiving from Camp Pendleton. And I, we were talking because he had a Bible verse tattooed on him and I have a Bible verse tattooed on me and we mm. started talking. And I said, well, what are you going home for? He said, well, Thanksgiving and I'm really excited. And I said, well, what, what are you most excited for? And he's like, to shoot my guns. Uh. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get home. I'm going to hug my mama. I'm going to kiss her. I'm gonna I'm gonna hug my daddy and my sister, and then I'm gonna I'm get my guns, and I'm gonna go some shoot shit. some shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah! He's, he's like, you Californians, you can't have any guns. You know, I was like, but you're at Camp Pendleton. He's like, yeah, but we can't have guns. I can't walk around San Diego with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> you can in Little Rock. What? You know what? Honestly, hot take. 
Hot take. Not very liberal of me. Bump, bump, bump. Sinister <laughs> music. I think that although we should have gun control, obviously, guns are a part of American culture, and America is... It's not a vacuum, but it is its own thing, you know? Like we do Second Amendment. It's we're supposed to go by the Constitution. I think that we have a gun problem and that we do need something needs to be done about it with gun control and shit, but guns are part of our culture. Guns are also fun as fuck. Like, <laughs> seriously, just blowing shit up. Like I never shot a gun, but I've uh, done archery and that shit was hella fun. And that's like the C V D of shooting guns, you know? Like <laughs> very lightweight, very wholesome. But that shit was fun. So I can only imagine shooting a fucking murder machine. Going back to Boy Scouts, <laughs> I was uh, I went to this Boy Scout camp for a week. That's where you're supposed to like get all your major uh, merit badges. Hmm. So like um, wilderness survival and ecology, and then they had riflemen mm. and archery and axe throwing. Ooh, axe throwing. Fuck. And also, Man shit. you know, rowing. And, Girl shit. And <laughs> t- not tying. Not tying. That's, that's for chicks. I yeah, hated not macrame. tying. That's some macrame not bullshit right there. You sucks. need to learn these knots so to survive boring. So in some boring. cases. You're never going to. The difference. I've never seen all, Bear girls tie a knot. All the difference need, is never not tying. Because he stays in a hotel. All you need Just is not. a slip knot so you can make a noose. That's all you need, boys. <laughs> that's and a sick ass band. That's all you need. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> that, that's metal as shit. That knot is supposed to break your neck when you uh, when you fall. I'm doing a rock, hand, yeah, rock and roll hand not, sign. Hopefully right. not asphyxiate. Yeah. Yeah, that's unless, the worst. Do one. they teach that in the Boy Scouts how to asphyxiate just enough while you're jacking off so yeah. that you can come a little quicker and a little harder? Only no, the counselors. because a Boy Scout <laughs> is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverend. Can't think of anything else. That's so, that epitomizes like all those thrifty. things. Yeah, thrifty. thrifty. We go to Thrift Town all the time. I just want to say there's a lot of great thrift stores in San Francisco. Yes, I'm a big fan are. of it here. In Chicago, we got one chain. We got Village Discount, and they're good. It's a thrift store, but here in San Francisco, wow. Yeah. Some grails everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. They can't sell fur anymore. No, no. There's a lot of Boy Scouts in there doing mm-hmm. some thrifting. Oh, going back to guns. My dad was a police officer, Ooh. and he would take me shooting. And so we'd go to the range and just, you know, sight in his guns, and then... You know, just have, you know, a time. It's like bowling it's to us. Shit. It's like bowling to us. Yeah. Second Amendment bowling. Because, because guns are now a sport. You know, if they're in so the Olympics, NASCAR. if they're in the, in the Olympics, point. you can ski and then pull out your yeah, rifle. That makes no sense to me. But, but that's I would thing. totally do that. But that's traditional even. That's and what's that's weird. that's badass because yeah. if, if you're going to fight some commies in the snow, you better know how to Duh. ski and then... <laughs> it's very spies like us. Do you remember that movie when they're mm-hmm. in the snow? I've never, never seen that. Skiing. No. It's really old. It's Dan Aykroyd. Oh. From I've like seen it referenced like a hundred thousand times. Old, old movie from my youth. Have you all seen Click? I oh, is that the one with um, Adam Sandler? Yeah, I love. I just saw it the other day and I cried. He's I had, so I, sad. I mm-hmm. cried. I, right? I had seen it. I'd never seen it, and I love Adam Sandler. And it was on Netflix, and I I love Adam Sandler. Yeah, and. Uh, I always have read it in a sweatshirt. And, um, <laughs> like, I've always loved him, and I watched it, and I fucking cried. He's so good in it. So hard. I exactly. was like, is this because I'm in menopause, or is this because it's actually a good movie? Because it's in a good movie. I Henry Winkler made me cry. 
And, well, with that, I know we don't want a spoiler that. alert. I mean, I, it's from like, but I, that would they? Oh my God, Henry Winkler! I just <laughs> want to say with the Adam Sandler thing, fools are saying now like, oh, I didn't know you could act with uncut gems and shit like that. No, dude, they clearly have not seen Click. Like, the, we're not gonna spoil anything either. But like that scene, there's a scene where he's in the rain. That's all I'm gonna give away about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That well, is. People can they those people who haven't seen Punch Drunk Love where he's oh acting his motherfucking ass off. Yeah, doing a great job. Yeah, and a great weird fun movie. I've, yeah. I've always loved Adam Sandler. Yeah, I've, I just don't like when people are like, oh, like Happy Madison, Happy Gilmore. I love Happy Gilmore. Yeah, like I like it in like a children's like a cult movie, like a hockey player movie kind of way. So let me watch on the bus, but I don't watch it. I don't like it as like a like a genuinely like a good movie. Like Billy Madison. That time, Billy Madison is. What are you looking at, Swan? Like all of that, mm. and and. and <laughs> Grown up sucks. And Deep Cut, uh, it's one of the only films I like Norm Macdonald in. There are very few what? things I like Norm Macdonald in, and one of them is in Billy Madison. Do you like Norm Macdonald as a comedian? No. Really? Not I don't get him. Update. I really? don't get him. And huh. Weekend Update made me, made me angry because there are other people that were way better at it. Like, There's always there other people so that so many people that could Currently. not, who could not be, I just don't get it. It's, it's the whole thing I have about mediocrity where I'm like, why this guy? This guy mm. is the one that we champion that gets to be famous. He gets to write his book. I read his stupid fucking book, which was no good. Uh, and, but I read it, and I'm like, God damn it, I wasted all that uh, time. <laughs> and, like, uh, so many other people could write better things, and then why I don't get it? It's, it's the why business him? side of it. It's not just talent, is it? I mean, I think, but that, that that's always true, especially of the weekend update. I, I, I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but, like, you know, Colin yeah. Jost and, and, and Michael Shea. They're amazing, but there's always questions. It's always a seniority thing. It's just like they're the head writers there, so they get to do it, you know? It's not necessarily they're, like, the best at right. it, you know? You, you just choose who's there for a, a multitude of reasons outside of just who's the best, which is frustrating. But that's bureaucracy, huh? Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have I have a season two of Saturday Night Live, and my favorite one of my favorite episodes is Ralph Nader is the guest host. Ralph oh, yeah. motherfucking Nader. In, it's Love like it. 1975, maybe it's Dude. from or something. I was born in 74, but my parents bought me the box set one year. Green I party. don't have very many pieces of media, but that's one of them that I... Hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. Ralph Nader God. for Green Party for life. I know. I voted for Ralph Nader like every time <laughs> I could until like the last time because it's just... I feel didn't so, make any sense. I feel so bad for the party moving forward because Gary Johnson is supposed to be like the new head. Or not like the head of the Green Party. Or no, Jill Stein, right? Mm-hmm. Just the I I just don't have as much faith in them as like Ralph Nader. I, I that when I when I first got into I got I got into politics at a really young age. My parents are very political people. Um but the first party I was like, Green Party. Yeah, I'll do that. Green Party. And Hell so I got yeah. a weird obsession with the Green Party back back in like oh eight. Well that's why I'm not super concerned about voting day because I am Green Party. So mm. I can't even vote in the primaries. It doesn't make any sense for me. Mm. I mean there's some city measures that I should probably care about. I still but... give it to Bernie though. Oh, I mean, I'm definitely I'm Bernie all I'm a fucking Marxist. I, I don't Ooh. think his socialism is enough. I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a really? hardcore Marxist. But- Mike, do you want to get in on this? You can. Up, We're all just chilling. Hey, it's Mike. Mike Hudak. Mike, Mike, Mike. He's got a Diet Coke. I att- is that a Diet Coke? Regular, Regular Coke. Well, that's better. You know what's better for you? I attribute my kidney stones to Diet Coke usage in the twenty in my 20s. Usage. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had more. I drank six to seven Diet Cokes a day for 10 years. Like, I, I didn't drink any water. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd slam a Diet Coke. I'd get to work. I'd had all, have all my Diet Cokes. It's addicting, huh? Super addicting. Yeah, my friend. My friends go. say that too. I never, I never understood. 
Is it like the sugar or is it the? It's not Coke though. Like Coke isn't the same addicting thing as Diet Coke. No, Diet Coke, Coke has some weird like, um, yeah, uh, like mind, mind control lizard people drugs in it or something. Lizard people drugs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mike, how was your how was your night? How was your sleep? How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I got a, actually a good full night's sleep last night. Good stuff. Went over to Delirium. Oh, you uh, did. did so you set. Went, yeah, I went over and did a set over there. I wisely chose to go home after the <laughs> 10 o'clock show. I was like, I'm just going to go home and sleep, which I wouldn't usually do. So it was good at Delirium. It was a fun time. Yeah, it was a really good time. Great. Yeah, they had a nice little crowd in there and everything. It was, Great. Yeah, it was really good. We loved Delirium on a Monday. Uh, run by Warhol Kaufman last night was guest hosted by uh, Joey and Rachel Pinson. Yes. Great people. 16th and Albion go out there every Monday for comedy. Mm-hmm. Except for the third Monday of the month, which is our new my Sam and my new show at Wazima and it's called Talking Shit and it's really funny because we have two microphones and it's team comedy so we give comics that choose their own teams 10 minutes to divide any way they're choosing and they can like write a play or they can I think Warhol and I are going to do some weird shit I don't know what we're going to do some alt shit we can <laughs> last week um, a couple staged a fight um <laughs> last time but so comedians can as a team they can or they can just do jokes back and forth they can heckle each other we don't give a fuck but then we have open mics like scattered in between it's, it's gonna be a fun show we're hoping to kind of build it out yay so whenever you come back make sure you do it like a third monday oh absolutely yeah and then come in and do that yeah. that show well, i'll be back to san francisco for sure yay that's yeah. the whole goal yes. i want this to be like comedy summer camp and then everybody it meets is. each other and now so now when i go to austin i have you and jesse mundy yep. that makes it so much yep. easier yep. i've yeah. never had this much independence <laughs> <laughs> so much freedom here <laughs> yeah you could do whatever you i can want. do podcasts all day <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you could do whatever i love you, it I, we could do anything like there's eight microphones so i don't know if, if even if anyone has like you know, books or anything else you want to promote that you do. I don't know. I'm doing a solo show at the Edinburgh Fringe this year in Ooh. August. Come to that if you're what? in fucking you're Scotland. You're going to go to Scotland. Yeah, I'm doing an hour of comedy every day for a month at like 4 p.m. in the afternoon. You are a killer. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's English comedy. So, you know, it's, it's, it's more about like writing narrative and stuff like that. So it makes it easier for like someone uh, like I, I do have a lot of material right but it doesn't have to be funny like every single second you know it can be more narrative based and it's about my time and treatment and rehab, wow so it's gonna be, it's gonna be one fun. man show it's been really fun to work on and so you're gonna do the same show every time you're not gonna riff around you're doing the show I'll probably learn a little bit I'm, I'm doing previews in Chicago like mid June July you know try to, the summer the months before I go just to try to get it as little bit of riffing I want it to be as tight as possible but yeah you're it's gonna, gonna be, be acting this is a one man yeah. show this yeah. is like yeah it's stand up based though I want it to be sure. stand up but like a theatrical stand up well like uh, Lily Tomlin and yeah uh, Knightley and yeah. that's a big, influ- a big influence of mine yeah there uh, you go but no yeah I'm looking forward to it a lot costume I still want to changes stand-up. costume changes maybe I don't Honestly, the theatrical aspects I haven't worked out as much yet because I want to get the story down and like mm-hmm. one of the jokes and shit. But I do want there to be theatrical aspects. I do want to be stand-up though because that's what I'm good at, right? Yeah. That's what I do. I'm a stand-up. So, and I, so I think it's pretentious. Like Mike Birbiglia did his special with the fucking um, talking about the wireless mic. We were talking about it earlier, Mike, yeah, with the fucking wireless mic. Yesterday. It's just it just turns it. It takes it from stand-up and it turns it into like some weird TED talk. Some weird <laughs> like I, it's, Lily Tomlin didn't. She didn't have a mic, but she was just. 
I don't know, the mics. Well, Something but about that's the, the thing like, is if, uh, if you're going to be, it depends what theater you're in. You can have hanging mics. You can have right. floor mics. Right. It's There's a small all room. kinds of, if it's a small room, you can just project. Exactly. You can use your microphone as a prop or not, you know. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> it's a dick. Uh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it, in general, though, it's just, it's just always a weird line because that's what I felt with Mike Bigley's last special was that there's a line and it does kind of get weird when it gets too far out of stand-up for me from what resonates with me as far as solo theater goes sure. and storytelling like well, just, you'll break it up into almost acts yeah like there'll yeah. be this stand-up part and then there's something else and there's like, right yeah, yeah, yeah. right i mean you got i mean perfectly it's basically like long-form storytelling yeah yeah enjoying. i love I mean, that his, his hour specials are that's all he does is he's just Stories. You're yeah, on the shitty mic, that. so you got to be closest to it as I you can. Be there you there. go. Oh, yeah, That's the way to do but yeah, it. Yeah, he uh, he just he's all long form storytelling. So you know, I love that shit. You know, the, you got your joke sprinkled in, but he's just basically telling a story. But it's like you were you and I were talking about yesterday. I hate those damn those little Madonna. Mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. they suck. Yeah, because it's like unless you're uh, in a boy Tony band Robbins. doing dancing. Yeah, very or, Tony Robbins. Or yeah. Tony Robbins. You yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah, It's just that, Hi, it's just that little bump. It's just that little bump oh into Oh my theater. gosh. So Nathan, yeah. on stage is a microphone with an exceedingly long cord. Just grab that and you're good to go. So right now in the studio, we have Aaron Atkins Hello. out of Chicago. Mike Hudak out of Boston slash Austin. Austin by way of Boston. Austin by way of Boston. We have Pancake. Local guy here, and now Nathan Lowe. Yes, Hi guys. our live. Hi, Nathan. How's it Lowe. going? I was having trouble finding parking. I think there's some kind of like some kind of American Idol voting or something around the block. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. We we're just. Uh, Where do I sit? Do I sit? Yeah, there should be. You can bring another chair. There should be another chair. Is there another chair? There you go. Moving around the smooth energy Coca Cola energy. I am susceptible to marketing. <laughs> you know, they have like Coke and coffee in some parts of Europe. It's fucking, it comes in a can. It's like, Wait, half, well, what kind of Coke? Coca Cola? Coca Cola and half like espresso and coffee. So gross. Have, it's good for a can, but it's gross. In, in Greece, <laughs> they do this weird thing where they put Coca Cola in your white wine. Ew. Wow. What? Yeah, it's gross. I was at I didn't a know they had trailer parks in Greece. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they they also hitchhiking in Greece is easy and fun and very very safe. That's a lot of hitchhiking. Like a lie. In Greece. No, it's absolutely true. We like were, on we got and we shit? hitchhiked the whole time all the way around uh, the islands. We yeah, it was great. And it's like sometimes it's old ladies with children and I was like at one point I was super drunk and I was sitting next to a child and I was like I'm so sorry, I'm kind of wasted. And, <laughs> but they were super sweet. They drove us back to the What all wasted? <laughs> yeah, good times. So uh, here we all are for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yes. We were just talking about Aaron Atkins is going to Edinburgh. Uh, he's going to do an hour show every day for a month. Are they yeah. putting you up? Do they pay? Or you have to pay your expenses, or I have you... to. I'm producing it myself, so I am paying a lot of the expenses, like for the theater. But I get to keep all the revenues from the tickets and all that shit. Wow. So, yeah, it'll be fun. And they put you in their marketing scheme, so people yeah. know all about it. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 still gonna be a free. The thing they have uh, the friends they have like free shows where people donate money, and the usual donation is like five bucks. Sure. So. I, I don't know. There's a bunch of like financials that I want to work out, but I'm probably going to lose money anyways. <laughs> well, um, think of a cute thing that you can give away for a donation. Be like, right. if you, a pin. it's, Hey, it's only, it's, it's five bucks is what we said. But yeah, for 10, you get this sweet pen or yeah. this pin or this yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or and whatever. you can make pens and shit. I, I did like, if you screen print your own t-shirts, you can make them for like two to five bucks a pop and sell them for like 10. Sure. You know? It's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that you can make money. They just require a little more hustling and 
That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. Well, now, yeah. Because, well, if you've got, if you only have one hour a day to do your show, half hour there, half hour after, you've got your whole day. You can do whatever yeah. the fuck you yeah. want. Yeah, exactly. I just walk around the city, see everybody's shows. That's the great thing is that when you walk around, everybody just hands out these like flyers to their shows. You just take one, and just walk in. It's free usually. You just kind of gotta have like a dollar afterwards to put in the hat. But you just go see these people's hour long of like this is their livelihood, this is their work. They're telling a story. It's it's interesting because it's not just like here's an hour of jokes about stuff. It's like this is the time I was the dad on Peppa Pig. This is what that <laughs> was like. You know, it's like oh, cool man. <laughs> That's funny, I guess. So it's a, it's a beautiful place, and it kind of enchanted me last time I went. I yeah. wanted to myself. So you went by yourself. You didn't have a show. You just went to see other people's shows. I was helping out with another show called The Greatest Theatrical Performance on Earth. Oh. Yes, it was a it's 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 a, it's like a sketch show put oh, on cool. by some of my professors at college, and How that was, was it? it was great. It was great. There was it was a. Uh, was it the greatest? It was the goodest. It was very oh, it was a B plus. It was very niche in th in theater references. Like it was a lot of like, you know, Elaine Stritch references oh and shit, God. like very niche solo performer references. So it, it, it with like an audience of 8 people it was kind of hard. But it, mm. it was a it was a phenomenal show and in the states they did a second city and it was amazing. It was great and the show was great. It was phenomenal. It's just like the audience gap is so hard to judge sometimes. So yeah. it's better to have a show that you can change on the fly. Mm. Costume changes. Yeah, lots of them. It was very theatrical. It was huge. Yeah, great. yeah. I like that stuff. It was a great show. If you're listening to this, Rick, it was amazing. I loved it. Aww. It was a phenomenal best show I ever saw. And you gave your shout-outs to your aunts. That was so nice. Yeah, shout-out yeah. Aunt Fluffy. Yeah, Aunt Fluffy. <laughs> She's still a great woman. Aunt Fluffy? Yeah. Is your aunt a, a cat? I guess, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, she's a, uh, she's a woman, a human woman. Is she... Mustachioed? No, she has big poofy hair, like um, Isaac Newton. Mustachioed—that's yeah. a nice way to put it. Yeah, I was trying to find a, what uh, the most feminine way you could say has a mustache. Here's the thing about <laughs> aging and facial hair: is that my eyes are to the point I can't see anything up close anyway, so I can't even quaff my own facial. It just—and then if I can't see myself, I just sort of pretend it's not happening, and so it's just sort of like beer goggling myself. <laughs> That's sort of—and I'm just like, you know what? Everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't. I didn't know I had a three-inch hair on my chin. I didn't. I, if I can feel it, I can pull it out, and then there we go. Sorry, guys. I'm. Not all women have time to shave their legs for you. <laughs> well, to those women, I say, uh, next. <laughs> Is that you wouldn't? Would you? If if a lady, if a hot lady took her pants off and she had. And she didn't shave her legs. Would you seriously be like? We'd have to have a we'd have a small conversation, but we'd no. really you no. Would be? I love a riot girl. I love I love a feminist queen. Yes, <laughs> Aaron Atkins, voice of the future. Oh no, I, I mean I, I'd still yeah. <laughs> but we'd, I, but I I'd, I'd mention it. You'd mention you'd be like, hey Sasquatch. Yeah. No, no, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you don't I'd say, uh, oh. <laughs> That's what you say. Oh, so uh, you're a feminist. Gotcha. I think Shorty probably loves Frida Kahlo and shit. Probably you just you just know what's up her alley real quick. Yeah. Shorty gonna, fucking yeah. loves Frida Kahlo. Shorty Another T-shirt. You just keep dropping <laughs> the gems. A Frida Kahlo T-shirt. There's right. plenty of those in the world. But already. no, but it says no, just the words. Whatever. Yeah. Shorty love Shorty Frida Kahlo because she Kahlo. don't shave her legs. <laughs> Shorty love Frida Kahlo. It'd be a hard no, hard pass for me. Really? I'm, I'm sorry. Frida Kahlo? Yeah. Oh, if she didn't have shaved yeah, legs, yeah. you'd be like, I'm Definitely. sorry? Hard pass. Really? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Why? Swiper, swiper left or whatever. But if you're yeah. in this scenario where you will, well, at least, really? come on, benefit of a doubt here. I understand your perspective because yeah. I, I see things kind of from not the same view, but from an adjacent view. <laughs> but if you're 
in a situation to where you're with her in the room. Sure. And you're, you know, you're bearing one one another. There. And I'm sure, you know, you're not just a peach under there. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Uh, at that point, you say, you know, I got you this far, and I suppose you got me this far. So now we have to, you know, you be, that's a that's a point of no return. Love, I think you can't see compromise. a girl with hairy legs and then be like, yeah, I know. I don't know if you're good enough for me. How hairy oh, is no, <laughs> There is no depth in my shallowness. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not. I, I don't hide that one bit. I I have a joke where the. The, the punchline is, is like, you'll never be good enough. And it's about shaving, shaving in yeah. general, mm. shaving legs. And, and I, it does, it really exists. You really wouldn't, you'd be like, no, gross. because I, turn off. I don't, well, yeah, because I don't want to have to sit there and like, uh, you know, st- look at that while I'm sitting there like comparing like, oh my God, do I need to trim mine up or what? Like, I, it, it just, it's a <laughs> weird, catch. yeah. That's just, a good point. I'm also not a very, want, very you, want you, women, <laughs> you want women to subscribe to the. Traditional. I don't. Beauty. I don't. All I'm saying Dislike. is, I want you to constantly live in terror of Down not being good enough for me. <laughs> right. And okay. I want you to constantly <laughs> and consistently preen and prune and nest, as is your nature. <laughs> makeup is expensive. Makeup is expensive. Makeup is expensive. Go into debt. Like, oh, I'm, I'm joking. Obviously, no, no, I know. This I is know. all. I know. Uh, these are all it's jokes, okay. ladies it's, and it's, gentlemen. It's but okay. for real, just you know, tidy it up. Yeah. Uh, How clean hairy up, is clean too up, hairy? Clean How up the hairy? crash site is what I'm saying. Just for diseases, mostly. Diseases? Yeah. All right, future shoddy, if you out there listening right now, I don't even care if you got hair all over you. I, I accept you for who you are, yeah. girl. When, when he has sex a, with a, a woman, it sounds king. like Velcro. I'm not simping at all. <laughs> it sounds like a Velcro wallet when he's but having sex, <laughs> just opening and closing. But it all rubs off anyways if in you the can end. Spot a tick, we end bears babies. Yeah. If you can spot a tick through the brush... Then it's not ha- it's, it's not thick enough. It's not very hairy. It's not thick enough. <laughs> I think okay. there's there should be a threshold. Where is it? Well, okay. This is uh this is okay. So basically, where I fall on this spectrum is especially just shaving in general. I don't expect it. You can't because if I don't, I don't expect you to. That's nice. You know. Yeah. But it's something I'll think about later. <laughs> I'll note it. I'll, I'll right. make a mental note. Sure. sure. Yeah. Hey, just a question. Is this still like the religious philosophy podcast we were doing no, before? No, no. We, start, we started a new podcast. Okay, new podcast. <laughs> yeah, this one is the. This one doesn't have a name yet. We'll have to name it halfway okay, through. Okay, perfect. Oh, what do we, What do we want? What we're do we want to name? Well, maybe, maybe you can, maybe you can help with um, the, the idea I'm flushing out. Three, two of the, three of the four people from my idea are that I'm trying to work on are in the room, and then there's two other people. And I'll, let me spitball this with you and see what you think. Oh, is this your? This is my idea. This is my this is my Netflix yeah, story pitch it, idea. Pitch it. Pitch it. Pitch in my Netflix story idea. So the idea is that there's four unlikely comedian friends that do comedy, stand up, and things, and when they're on stage, they're played by something else. For example, when my character is on stage, there's a 14-year-old girl oh. doing all of my jokes <laughs> and my material. When Nathan is on stage, he's actually a golden retriever <laughs> that, <laughs> that does just... voices. When Pancake's on stage, he's actually Nathan because they're friends and there's a cute idealization thing that happens there in a B-plot. <laughs> and, and Pancake, I already have the first episodes kind of put together, but here's the, here's the kicker. So Sam... His character, alter ego, is whatever famous person wants to sign on on the goddamn thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you sell it to Netflix is there's like whatever person and it gives the opportunity in the future when other people are on 
to have famous already comedians either be an alter ego on stage or be a person who has yeah. another like they're being a comic on stage or whatever yeah. but then you see who they are and they're like an enormous right. cat or they're a t uh, like some weird cosplay thing or what so yeah. that's a fun device up. to play with too yeah so it opens it up for like a magical realism sort of thing because of the on-stage persona but then there's all of these sort of like back human sitcommy things mm -hmm. like and it's easy to are film because there's are there roommates no are they all girl roommates? roommates so no they're not roommates. oh they're not they're roommates, not roommates. Okay. That's the whole thing. <laughs> and that's the whole thing is because pancake's character lives with his mom Aww. So no, but it's cute. But it works into the whole a the whole B plot. Of the first <laughs> thing is that she writes you, she makes you sandwiches, and she wants to make sure that you're happy while you're doing comedy. She's so supportive, and she really wants to help you. Yeah. And she's great, but she leaves you these really sweet notes in your lunch. And so you're at the bar, and you're looking at the lunch, and you put the note on the thing, and then the bar, the cute bartender. Hope your jokes aren't as cheesy as this sandwich. Have a great day, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Something really sweet. But then the bartender picks up the note because, she, and she thinks that. You wrote it to her. So that's the B-plot of the first episode if, is your mom's note gets to the bartender and then you're awkward of trying to figure it out. And so that's the whole, that's all going on. Let me know it's what kind of underwear out. you want me to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something for later. Right, like yeah, like mom's so going to pick him up some underwear later. But now he, now the bartender's like, he's going to buy me underwear? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> so there's this weird note thing. And then you're, you're talking to your mom on the phone all the time and we don't hear her. And there are funny, weird things that have like, so that, that like, I've got you down. You're writing you. Have you written this out already? I've written out a bunch of it. Okay. That's, that's very developed. So yeah. basically what I'm getting from what you just told me about my character <laughs> is that, uh, it doesn't matter what I say on stage. Because I'm a dog. No, it does matter. You're and people are just like, oh, yeah. they just clap every time, and I just do a little trick, and then I walk off. No, but no, you're saying your jokes, so you're, so you're, the dog is like jumping around and saying like, I'm getting fat. I think it's <laughs> even funnier if the dog says and does nothing and is just <laughs> sitting and being an adorable dog on stage for five minutes, and people are just like, yeah, he tried, good job. <laughs> we can work it in. <laughs> uh, it's all being read, but so. That's that's my that's the idea, and so it's whatever it's famous comedian like signs on. It's very sellable. So I'm like Airbus, but without the It is sellable. It's sellable, and that's also like a very interesting device because there is a lot to play with, and I, I like. Right, because yeah. it's 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 the yeah. it's the magical realism aspect where like kind of anything can happen because you're already dealing in sort of a surrealistic thing, but it's, it's based, more expected. Yeah. yeah, it's based in reality. When so we sell to Netflix, I'm irreplaceable <laughs> on all aspects <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that I contribute. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how like I don't know how they do it. I'm sure I I'd obviously be replaceable. I'm probably replaceable. <laughs> but I'll cut you all in on the money since I'm using you all. Nice. Royalties as the the basis for it. <laughs> Get a check every month. Do you guys think, do you ever think of like think like big projects like that and have dreams of stuff or what are you doing? I I had one <clears throat> that uh me and a couple of my buddies uh, from back in Florida, we were working on, and uh, we've actually got a little bit of it written, and then they kind of dropped off the face of the planet, so kind of, uh, I'm just kind of saddled with it now, but... Is it, was it a web series? It would be, no, it, it picture, it'd be like a live action show that would be set for like an adult swim. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, sweet. picture, it's, um, uh, it's called Chimp Pizza. 
Chimp <laughs> pizza. That's chimp good. pizza. Right. And it's uh, basically what the premise is, is it's a. Uh, uh, there's a guy who owns a pizza shop, and his co-owner is a chimpanzee. Uh, I love it. It's like an '80s buddy movie with a chimp. But the the thing you is, gotta get, you gotta get the guy from Frasier too, or well, the dad. You gotta get the dad from Frasier. Yeah. From Cheer- is it what is it? Wings? Is it is it wings? I'm, I'm, t- I'm go, yeah, go. I'm you not go, sure. Mike. Sorry, I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't mean to. Martin from Frasier. Martin from Frasier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go on though, Mike. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. Yeah, no, no, no. It was, it's, it's just, Chim- it's co- complete ridiculousness. Where <laughs> they do a lot of like talking head interviews, like they do on like The Office and on Parks and Rec. You know, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> they treat it like that, but they'll, they'll, you know, like the Steve's. Uh, like mockumentary. Right. The, yeah. Exactly. It's exactly what yeah. it is. Um, and the chimp's name is Steve. <laughs> you know, Steve the chimp. Sure. But they always perceive it like, oh my God, he, you know, Steve was such a jerk today when I came into work. And then they'll cut away to the scene, and it's just a, it's a fucking chimpanzee yeah. throwing shit around the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's very funny. Classic. Right. Absolutely. And it's just complete, Absurdist, total ridiculousness. Yeah. Cream pies, the yes. whole deal. I had, yes. I had what about episode two? Well, yeah, see, that's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> because the chimp throwing the shit, hilarious. Right. For, well, an ep- it's, for an episode, it's, it's, the, the pilot it's like is a, always different. Yeah, well, the, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and like the that's basically the premise. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff that we come up with for like ridiculous ideas as oh, far as yeah. like how we continue it and everything like yeah. that. But uh, that was the that was the general premise. It's just a, a chimpanzee that's a co-owner of a pizza shop, <laughs> and it's just doing very well. Fucking ridiculous. Can I See, run by a pilot? Yeah, Can I run a yeah, pilot yeah. by you real quick? Is yeah. this is this little pilot I wrote for a class I'm taking on? And everyone, and I, and I just did this college class for like uh, writing a pilot. And everybody does like these shows on roommates and shit. I don't want to do one. I want to do a, docu- a mockumentary about the Blue Man Group, but it imagines them, but it reimagines them as a band in Northern Ireland during the Troubles, and their rival band is U2, and they start off as a barbershop quartet. And interesting, become the Blue Man Group. Yeah, it's called yeah. Blue Am I. Um, oh my God. Uh, do you? Th- okay, I, I, th- I think I'll. Uh, and then I'd like Bono. <laughs> I think it's a really. Is, good, is, it, is it like Bono's out. just a prick? <laughs> I and think he's like sabotaging <laughs> them. Like he's yeah. the heel. He's of like the yeah. He's the lyricist of the barbershop quartet. You know, he keeps trying to like you know do cool shit over the barbershop. It'd be music. hilarious yeah. though if he's just like the opposite of a humanitarian. Yeah, he's just a dick. And he's just like sabotaging all of their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's the opposite of what he is right now. Where he's like right now he's like kind of a dick, but he does a lot of philanthropy. We know he's he a did, dick. Like, he forced their album on everyone's iPhone. That sucked. That, that was, was some so bullshit. Bad. You know what made me not want to listen to U2 ever? Having U2 songs on my iPod. I skipped past them out of spite. I've gotten through zero I of fucking, them. I had a whole U2 album. I used to just get whatever my sister downloaded on iTunes, so I got Joshua Tree by U2. It's great. Awful. I listened to <laughs> never. I never. Are I got. I got the. And I was like, "Fuck off, dude! It's trash." Oh my god, Red Hill Mining Town. What the fuck is that? Red Hill Mining Town is deep. What the fuck is that? It's one of the best songs on that album. He's such a. He's such a. Just a oh chorus pusher. God, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to play. We don't like anything. things forced on our devices, Pam. Us millennials have one rule. Oh my god! How about don't have a fucking device? <laughs> I need it for porn. Uh, you we're understand. so obsessed with our phones. We need our phones so we can ignore people when they call. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, do not disturb, go, baby. But I, anyway, yeah, wait, wait, U2's wait, wait. garbage. I have two sucks. Uh, I came one into of my a bar once. Bands in the history of ever. U2. What? And Smashing Pumpkins and the Beastie Boys. Smashing Pumpkins are right. Pumpkins. Beastie I'm Boys. Sorry, yeah. Beastie Boys stole basic. culture. No, Beastie Boys stole culture. Straight but Beastie up. Boys reappropriated culture. They're poets. Yeah, it's not good. It's great. Every poet is a thief. They are amazing poets, and they. I like who you're stealing from. I don't. I just you know honestly I just don't like them. Paul's boutique. Paul's boutique. So good. Fight for the right to party. What else are you gonna punch? Wait, wait. Comparing that to Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins didn't appropriate anything. They're just yeah, a good but, band. Yeah, hopefully uh, Billy uh, hopefully Corrigan can reappropriate his ego. Yeah, I Billy was really Corrigan owns a wrestling company. Ah, uh, he's good. So he's he gets a pass. He gets a he pass. Gets a pass. <laughs> and he doesn't look like he's ever experienced this, this joy. Is, this is the most Which recent. Is what you want, reason, this is the most recent reason why I hate Billy Corgan. and I love the Smashing Pumpkins, and I do love it, but I hate him for this because the last song, song fourteen on Gish, their first album, is a song called Daydream, and it's sung by James Ehan. It was written and sung by James Ehan, who is the other guitar player that no one knows, and. Uh, I just heard a version. Motherfucking Billy Corgan redid it with his own fucking voice. The fucking narcissist. It was perfect as it was. It stood on its own. And he went back in through the files and redid it and re-released it. Because well, and his voice stupid. is a pile of dog shit. Like... The world is a vampire. Well, well maybe <laughs> well, you don't know the inner <laughs> politics. Maybe he went to him and said, "Hey, Billy, I'm really self-conscious nah, about a my dick. voice, and I would prefer it if you went and re-recorded." No, because it, it was voice. recorded in 1991, and he just re-released it like last year. So we went back into. Yeah, like, well, maybe that guy's voice is trash now. Maybe he nah, went to him and asked dude, him to sing it for him again, and he was like, he's, "I he's can't." Like Korean, I can't. Right? Yeah, he's. He's fucking Japanese, sick, dude. James E. High, he's great. Super. Yeah. He has cool ass hair. It's blue. There you go. His ass hair is blue. Now you know. I got to. I got to be. I won tickets. <laughs> I won tickets to horn. be in the. Get the horn. right here. <laughs> I, I got to see Smashing Pumpkins in the front row. I won tickets in 1997. Whoa. Yeah, in at Arco Arena. How was that? It was well. This is um, this is actually one of my cheerleading, my best cheerleading moments. So. Um, I won these tickets because the quad spies were out and KWOD is this Sacramento radio station I lived in Davis and I heard that I saw the Smashing Pumpkins here at Cow Palace but they had to stop their show because everyone was moshing and it was terrible and they were mm. trying to call people down and they didn't and we were really disappointed because we drove in from Davis and it was a really short show and we're like meh mm. so I said well we bought tickets the next day to go to Arco Arena because that's where we lived but we were like ugh Arco Arena but we're like yeah so we got the nosebleeds and then I heard on the radio that they were gonna give away tickets and I was like I'm winning those tickets so I made these huge big letters kwod and we got to the concert early and i was walking around looking for the quad spy and garbage was playing i love garbage and this is 1997 so okay or 98 or 98 it was during melancholy infinite sadness anyways so i'm walking around and i made my ex-husband do it and he was like oh he was he was like this is so embarrassing and i'm screaming like quad spies quad spies and we meet this young guy and all he has is kwod written on his chest in lipstick and he's like i'm alone if i'm if you get it I'll let, if you get it, let me in. And if I get it, I'll let you guys in. And I was like, all right, let's team up. So we're all three running around, quad spies, quad spies, quad spies. And this guy looks at me and he goes, I saw her first. And I was like, yeah. And I run up and I do a knee side. I'm like, ah! okay, just, I'm freaking out, freaking out. I won the fucking front row tickets. So I'm making such a fucking fuss and a hubbub that the guy who has the lipstick written on him just sort of like comes with the entourage as we're going down the stairs. And I'm like screaming, I won, I won. And I'm like <laughs> screaming down the Oracle Arena steps. And I'm passing all these people and I'm high-fiving and I'm like, I want the front row ticket! 
Okay, so they bring down <laughs> the front row, and then Garbage keeps playing, and they play like one more song, and then they finish, and then there's this intermission time. And I'm in the front row, and it's crazy, and then the kid, we brought him, and he's two rows back, and he's like high five. He's like, I got up here, this is crazy! And so we're up, and there's seats, actually, so nobody could push you. We were like in the front yeah. row in seats. It was crazy. So I say to my ex-husband, who's now ex-husband at time husband, I'm like, you're going to get over there, and I'm going to be over here. And you're going to get that side deal smashing in. We're going to sell pumpkins. We're going to get the whole Arco <laughs> Arena because it was so fucked up at the Cow Palace and we all knew it. So I stand up on my chair and I'm like, everybody, everybody, this is the thing. I was at the show in San Francisco. was at the show. But I was shitty. We're going to bring him out. We're going to bring him out. It's going to be crazy. This side's going to yell smashing. This side's going to yell pumpkins. Here we go. And we start in the front and smashing pumpkins. <laughs> I got the entire sold out Arco Arena to yell smashing pumpkins smashing wow. pumpkins they fucking come out on stage Billy Corgan's like that's never happened for us we just had this really shitty show in San Francisco this is amazing and then just like it was crazy so wow. that's my big one of my big cheers that's sick as fuck wow. you had a live aid moment <laughs> that fuck the, the when yeah when uh, <laughs> when Queen you remember the hey oh hey oh you know, you don't remember that? Hey. Probably the best concert experience ever. I wasn't there because it was, you know, 20 years before I was born. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that moment when you could control a whole audience, that must have felt very powerful. It was great. It was in 97. It was great. That's a phenomenal that's story. That's a credit. That's a that's credit. A credit. Yeah. That's a credit. Does anybody remember the Special Pumpkins concert from Aqua Arena? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> hosted, hosted Aqua Arena, 1997. 9.07 p.m. to 9.08 p.m. Well, that wasn't the first time I cheered in the Arco Arena because our basketball team from high school made it to the Section 1 finals two years in a row. So I got to cheer there. You're a hype woman. Before. You're a hype woman. Hype woman. <laughs> no, I just used to be a cheerleader. Well, no, I just Thank love... you for regendering that. Yeah, no problem, dude. <laughs> I, I was really like, hype man, hype I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> feminist king. Once no, again. but I just, I'll be 100% You don't care if your legs are hairy. <laughs> feminist king, ladies. This one, Aaron Atkins at Comedy Bad Boy. <laughs> the only reason I like being a cheerleader is like Respect. jumping up and down in a short skirt in front of everybody. It's super fun. It's the same reason I do it. <gasps> have you, you, wait, have you seen cheer? Absolutely not. Oh, I was hoping. <laughs> I could totally see you doing that because you're so strong. You totally lift the ladies and you constantly have your hands in their crotches. It's, yeah. It's yeah. That felt kind of like cheating. <laughs> Has anyone seen Cheer? The, the documentary series? Mm-mm. Oh, it's good. It's all about mm-hmm. cheerleading. They're oh just, really? Just really? You look like it. you enjoyed cheer. Yeah, I watched the documentary. Yeah? yeah. What is it about? It's about cheerleaders. Oh, dope. Yeah, they're they're at a community college and they oh, win fun. nationals. Oh, that's a yeah. fun story. Yeah. 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 Do you remember? Oh, what was that ridiculous movie? It was like in the American Pie era where they were all just trying to remake him. What was it called? Uh, it was about cheerleading. Bring it on. Uh, One through seven. No. no, no, it was like making fun of that. It was it like was uh, filmed in Oceanside. <laughs> fired up. It was called Fired Up. Oh, it right, said right, Fu right. on the on the thing. Uh, right. There's these two football players who are like we're gonna go and we're gonna be go to cheerleading camp. We're gonna get laid. Right. <laughs> and then Classic they fell in 90s love. Premise. Yeah. And then they fell in love with the sport of cheer. You know. It's <laughs> a sport. And supported their 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 team. You know, I would actually argue that cheerleading is not a sport. It is a contest. And the reason why is because contests have judges. Sports have objective measures. Well, it's inherently subjective. But then right? so is ice skating. Is, yeah, so it's a contest. Okay, uh, inherently I'm subjective things I count as contests. You've changed my mind. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah. It's on tape. It's a contest. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if it's subjective, then it's like, you know, contest. Yeah, judges. a soccer Which game. Which is weird because gymnastics is the same way. But we all... 
inherently yeah, gymnastics think is how hard it is has nothing to do with it. Gymnastics is a contest. But it's still a contest. Gymnastics is a contest. Yeah, nothing has yeah. nothing to do with how hard it is. It's just uh, yeah. yeah. It's There's a lot it's of not... really hard contests. Yeah. That's why they dance. That's why yeah. It's there you go. No it's one says that's a sport though. If American I, Idol. If I may. He's voting around the corner. I I wrote a treatment, um, and <laughs> and I'm I was I was gonna take it back. Yeah, um, good, do it. So Pancake's treatment is just his own life. Was it, I right? No, no. It, it's either a commercial for the army, or it's a propaganda sitcom. So there's wow. um, there's this kid, and he's sitting down with his best friend, and they're watching the sunset, and um, the one that looks scrawnier is like, "Hey, you, you'll be back, right?" And his friend's like, yeah, but, you know, I can't stay around and, and look after you forever, you know? You got to grow up sometime. And, uh... You're just going to go line by line through this? Uh, well, the little kid... <laughs> basically, basically... <laughs> cut to black. Oh, good. Fade to black. Okay. Enter where? Where are we now, Pancake? Where are we now? It's going to fade back in. Now, where are we? Now just what titles... Oh, good. What are the titles? This, they say, all that you can be. Join now. Or, or if it's good, if the acting is good enough, they'll turn it into a sitcom. A sitcom about, about one sentence that you wrote about <laughs> between two friends. Hey, you said not to go through it line by line, man. There's a lot of story there. Okay? You're supposed to infer a lot no, from their furrowing of the older guy's brow. It's like Waiting for Godot, but like remade. It's the new, it's a new Netflix series. I should watch that. Well, no, it's a play by Samuel Beckett where just two guys stand on stage and they're waiting for nothing. They just talk. He about never nothing. comes. Nothing Spoiler ever happens. Alert. Nothing ever happens. It's okay. It's it's very existential. That's good. Nothing mm. ever. This is a super strong weed goo. Anybody can feel Crunchy. free to take it's some. Yeah, there's some mm. nerds in there. It's super messy, but it's super stony. Like, and it it's weird when it hits you. Like, you feel it because your vision gets a little bit fucked up. I've this has been confirmed by multiple sources. Moonshine? No, oh. it's just it's just really strong. So that entire that package. Is. Okay, so pass. So that entire package has two hundred. Hard. The, the, two, oh, nice. the whole package has two hundred milligrams in it, so you can kind of judge from there. So I took a little gooey bit, and that was probably like twenty-five, thirty milligrams, maybe. Ooh. So yeah. Let's hit it. Good Damn. Stuff. Yeah. Good we could put it in the five. in the uh, the back part of the toilet, and and chill it. Quite good. Oh, it was in the freezer, but then it's too hard to bite. It's better at this consistency, but it is it is a mistake. It didn't get dehydrated enough or cured. It got put in the bags too early. It's delicious, though. Yeah, I like your show idea, Pancake. <laughs> Do you? It's a commercial. A commercial that, that, that becomes sick. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah. For the army. For the army. Would the show also be about joining the army? Possibly. How? When has that ever worked out in the favor of the army? Oh, when um, they show that, like Private Jarhead Benjamin was a fun like show in the early '80s. Well, Mash, Mash too. Mash. Well, Mash wasn't. Can't was forget funny. Stripes with Bill Murray. Stripes. I tried to watch that again, and I was so but bored. But do you think Stripes? But do you Full think metal. Stripes actually got anyone to join the army? I doubt it highly. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan was a good flick. It was. Black Hawk Down. 
Yeah. Just, just name war movies. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> so I think probably the one that did the, the most. Probably I'd say probably the one that did the most for the army or at least the navy was probably uh, fuck, Top Gun, right? Ooh. Yes. Yeah, Top Gun probably just. Officer and a gentleman. Mikhail's yeah. Navy. Right. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> oh, you that cannot. one. You can't handle the truth. That the one. Hurt Locker. What's up? Mm, the revival of the genre. A few good men. You taking a phone call? What's up? Are you working today? Uh. Yeah, in a way you are. Yeah, I'm kind of working. You're kind of working. You want to come to Mutiny Podcast? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, let me think. I don't know. Do you think it'll be any good? Scratchy scratch in the back. You think it'd be any good if I went though? It would it be worth no, it? No, probably shitty. I was I was just hoping you worked out so I could get more. Oh. Uh, <laughs> ask him to listen <laughs> to it live. Oh, okay, well, shh, I might come. I don't know. Are you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you coming? You're coming there. It's a little played out, isn't it? <laughs> I'll be there. You're gonna, you're gonna have a whole show on one line. All right, buddy. Well, you know, if you show up, just shoot me a text. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. All right, bye, bud. That was Sam Carroll. <laughs> Wanted to. I'm Try glad. to convince me to come and do a show at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> I'm glad you showed up, Nate. Hmm? I'm glad you showed up. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, dog. I brought my laptop with me. I'm going to have to pop out at some point. I have to make a video about women uh, shooting jellyfish poison into their face. What? Wow. wow. Is that the new Botox? Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Wow, that's that's exciting stuff. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gotten in there yet, but mm. I know it's about 25 iPhone videos. Wow, so it could be a fun time. Um, I can help you with that. There was a there was a used to be a website that my dermatologist buddy used to look at called badbotox.com. Oh no, they'd make him look at it because if you fuck it up, you can really fuck someone up. Oh yeah, yeah. plastic surgery is nuts. Like people don't wait long enough. <laughs> like it's not like an iPhone where you can just like. I'll just get the beta, and then if it's no good, I'll, I'll just wait and then get the next one. But now they're stuck with their face stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I> don't, know. <laughs> don't mess. Don't mess with your face. I had a, there's a girl awesome. that I know, like the uh, she trains at the gym that I coach at sometimes, and Will she, she ever is be good enough? she's an outpatient nurse. Oh, she's a fantastic person. <laughs> no, okay. uh, and you know. Earned her butt the right way. She squatted for it. Yeah. But she just had to go down to Miami to be an out nurse for this chick who got a Brazilian butt lift. Whoa. And you physically cannot sit down for like two months. And they take it and you have to go in regularly to get your legs like drained. Because oh, they take it out and they like, they, they cut through. There's like all these problems that they're having with them and girls are like dying from these. Yeah. From and like, butt lifts? They're getting fat taken out of their legs and stomach and then it's thrown around in a centrifuge and then they stuff it back into the butt and like shape it but they're having all these complications okay, and it's you, like but do you know that this is your fault because you want women to shave their legs <laughs> i think oh. hey 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 hey, hey. <laughs> pam pam how long is that line of dominoes am i responsible for it because i think Maybe shaving your legs and slicing your stomach open <laughs> and scooping out fat and shoving it somewhere where you could easily just go to the fucking you gym, just go to the and, fucking gym yeah. and figure it out. It's yeah. a butt. It's yeah. doable. A butt is doable. Absolutely. 
but they're like, no, 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 and they use a dissension the size. That's more Barbies well, and y'all's mothers than it is us. Well, it's and it's society as a whole saying that the perfect idea of a woman is this shape, yeah. and that if you terrifying, and it's and it's yeah. terrifying to think that they want the shortcut. Like, how were you raised that you don't you can't t- have some fucking discipline? Right, right, yeah. so, and it's and just like all the red flags because she was you telling want me about unreasonable it. Things. You, it's, you go in the clinic. There's no chairs. All the women are just like lying down on like with like these little pillows under them with their butts like propped up just waiting for the but doctor. why do they want their butts to look like that? Because men want to have butts? It's th- No, because they think well. that I can make an Instagram page for my butt that's completely separate from my identity and personality and I can have someone pay for my life. Is that, I mean... Yeah. Wow. It's also it's a desperation very, for very fame. Doable. Do anything for fame and it's recognition very to make yourself feel valid. Well, they used to take out women's ribs. Um, that's what happened to uh, Michael Jackson's Janet Jackson. She had a rib removed. They used to remove your lower rib to make you skinnier because it makes Re- you have a Ugh. smaller waist. But it was, you need it was popular those bones. In the, <sighs> he was popular in the eight, 80s for uh, beauty queens too, like um, pageant girls, Ugh. and to remove a rib. That's insanity. It, right? I think so too. But yeah. but that was it's, it. It was different growing up in the. <sighs> I mean, I was born in the seventies and in the eighties. There was all of this b- big tits. This is, I mean, there was a lot of misogyny. Watch any movie from 1990, and it's right. like in the first, count how many misogynistic and homophobic things are said in the first 60 seconds. Yeah. It's like, fags are weird and girls suck. Like, yeah. I don't want to be a girl. Like, it's, that's all <laughs> 90s movies. Every punchline is like, I, I mean, every Friends but episode. Boob Let's hug, become, but we're not gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> boob jobs have become pretty normalized, though. But yeah, boob jobs have become pretty But it's just but the idea terrible. of the butt thing, because people are dying. Like it's yeah, stacking. But it's also this comparison to jobs. other people. I mean, because you can, you can make a picture look like anything on the internet, and you're getting all of your validation from the internet. And when you want to reflect that into your own life, you want unrealistic standards, you know? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just come from corporations. That doesn't just come from men's standards either. It also comes from women comparing with the, one another. It comes from everybody. There's no one to blame. It's just a natural way that humans, you know, try try to reflect what they want, what their dreams are. Are you the reincarnation of the Buddha? But Did we just no. amplify. <laughs> He's like the wisest. He's just old. really young. He's I'm so woke. He's too naive. Yeah. He's woke. No, I'm He's gonna get you. He's like floating. He's like. You're right. You're right, but it's amplified through media. Yeah. Um, daily, hourly, you know, minute by minute. Yeah. It's just. You go you to Times Square, you can't avoid dated in it. Well, now they're listening to you. I've had that. It's happened to a bunch of people where they're they have an Alexa at home or whatever, and they're talking about things, and then later their feed is filled with things they were just thinking about. It's fucking yeah, cookies, it's, man. Like, it's crazy, yeah, you, right? You cannot cookies. get one of those uh, smart homes Alexas in your house. They're like I refuse listening. to have Absolutely one. Not. No, I don't even. Talk I know to, I've got a cell phone on. I don't even home. talk to my Siri. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, don't talk to Siri because they're they're really they're using it to target ads. Even like. It, even Facebook still does it. Like, I, I have a, I say, I the, the things I get on the side of my Facebook are usually like Christian Mingle and <laughs> uh, and whiskey and bullet whiskey delivered to your door for nineteen ninety nine. You have to join a group. You have to spend ten dollars to get it for ninety. It's a, it's a, commit it's a, it's a ruse. But I think that they send me these things because I say fuck Jesus a lot, and they think that I mean like, I talk about. I mean, they and cute dresses. Those are what I get. Cute dresses, alcohol, and Christian Mingle. Three of your favorite It's a hilarious combination. You know what ads I get on my TikTok? 
<laughs> what ads do no, you I'm get done. on your I'm TikTok? That's it. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, give it, give it to Pancake's the king of the lead-in. He doesn't have to do the whole joke. If the, <laughs> Pancake says if the premise is good enough, I don't have to do the work. Yeah, <laughs> and I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Sometimes I'm just not on. Pam, I don't feel. You know it. what? Something stupid is. I just really, I do talk to my Siri, but I always use a stupid voice. Oh. <laughs> so what? But kind I don't of do it all voice? the time. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just anything to throw them off the scent of my real voice patterns. Okay. I don't know. It's not a conscious thing that I do, but I'm just always like, I'm just ridiculous. I'm all casual. I'm like, oh, what's up, Siri? What can I get? And, <laughs> uh, any ridiculous thing. Casual, casual. Siri, uh, I really have a question that I need answered. <laughs> anything goes. Ridic- the more ridiculous, the better. The more like Monty Python-ish. Sure. Yeah. My Siri has a Scottish accent. So oh, like, that's dope. Yeah, so I feel like I've been train spotting all what the time. What does your phone call you? My phone calls me. I don't, I don't even give them a name. They don't know me. They don't know you? I'm a stranger to my phone. <laughs> my phone has to call me. You don't need to know my I name. Make, I make my phone call me Batman. Batman. <laughs> I make it. If uh, I know it doesn't want to, I but I do it. My it, phone. It has to. My phone calls me Captain Planet. Oh. See? Nice. I think my phone just calls me my email, you know? Like, all well, why? You just wanted your That's alter ego idea. to be more ethical than my alter ego? Yeah. There you go. Good job, Pink. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I praise Gaia. I hang out with Gaia all day.